No, it did. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Play Pause podcast. My name is Matt, and I am joined by Alex Pollock and Stephanie Ramsahai. Oh, hello, Stephanie. Friends. Yes, you've been promoted to Ephany. <laughs> nice. Hi, guys. <laughs> What's up? What's going on? I... I have a bit of a runny nose, so you're going to have to... Oh no! Yeah, deal with it's, that. Is it allergies? It is that time of year. So it is. Make sure I don't make a lot of noises. It was windy as hell out today too, so the pollen was just flying around like crazy. <laughs> I definitely had more than enough outdoors time this weekend. Got got some color. I got a little burn. You might be able to see my uh, my farmer's ah, tan. Yes, I have. Um, yeah, yeah. I have a burn as well. I got the tank top tan going on. So. Honestly, so I was having this conversation with somebody. We just have to keep today. in mind that they can't see us. I, I know, so but we can still talk about let's it. Let's just remind that. <laughs> I was saying if, if if Ram can see it. Sorry, you're you're right, Alex. I should be more specific, more specific. Um, <laughs> I was having that conversation earlier today, though. Like, what in your opinion is worse, a farmer's tan or a tank top tan? Farmer's tan. Couldn't tell you. Alex, Alex is like, what's a tan? <laughs> what's a tan? I don't understand this conversation. Um, oh, I want to be inclusive. Alex gets to see people with these tans. So, Alex, what what would you uh, have more of a reaction to in a negative way? A farmer's tan or a tank top tan? Oh, I don't care. I uh, Alex has no you opinion. What do you want to do with your life? <laughs> so totally uh, the, the conversation that i landed on with somebody earlier today was we we agreed that the tank top tan is worse and here's why a farmer's tan like if you just take off your shirt it's like cool it like cuts off the line at your shirt at like your you know the t-shirt level and whatever but like tank top you have these like two really like awkward looking like lines uh, where the tank top would be around your shoulder blades but then the other problem with it is like when you take it off it, it just looks like you're still wearing a tank top just a really pale one and we just <laughs> both felt that that was the worst of two of the two worlds I don't know. I I think farmer's tan is worse because what if one day you wear a t-shirt that has slightly shorter sleeves than the one that you were wearing when you got the farmer's tan mm. and then it's mm. just like this weird gap of really pale skin before it's just beet red. Yeah. So if and you I mean, have like, a... what what do you do in in like this current like pandemic state where like we've all been inside? I've been a dirtbag. I've been eating like crap, and now like I don't want to take my shirt off outside. People are gonna be looking. They're gonna be judging. Yeah, and I'm a chick, so like I can't really. <laughs> uh, so I always have some kind of tan line. Um, I mean, I guess I could, but I'm not going to. Anyway, that's a weird start to this podcast. But yeah, no, I would say that the farmer's tan is uh, is definitely worse in my opinion. Well, I'd like to know what what our fans think. So, uh, comment on our on our Facebook uh, when when you get a chance, or your, our Instagram post of this podcast episode, and let us know what what is worse the the tank top tan or the farmer's tan. I feel like this is such a such a Canadian problem. I know it's not, but it just sounds really <laughs> Canadian for some. Well, reason. I mean, like when you have like a special weather statement, like we did this morning, that's like, you know, if you're not used to being out in the heat, then you should probably avoid going out today because it's gonna feel like over thirty. It's like, yeah, yeah. And it you was live in Canada when eh? it was hot as hell out there today, but I loved yeah, every second of it. <laughs> indeed, 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 indeed. I'm not going to complain indeed, about indeed. the heat. I can't do it. I think it's super frustrating when people do. I know, obviously, it does get sometimes like 
a little bit unbearable but yeah i in my opinion still prefer that than mm-hmm. like minus 45 mm. and yeah, snowy no, I, that, I by that that logic can you be mad at people who complain that it's cold outside because we live in Canada. Yeah, because I complain that it's cold outside, so that's okay. That's <laughs> justified. <laughs> Alex, what did you get up to today in this blistering heat? Well, I died, so, you know, there's all that. Oh, that's that's all right. What, what did you do before that happened? Uh, what day is it today? Tuesday? Yeah. I don't know. Didn't you sport Didn't today? You go golfing? Yeah. Sport. <laughs> Was it? I don't know. Today's just a blur of <laughs> dust and sun. Are you drunk? <laughs> no, I wish. That would have made life a lot easier. True. Uh, no, I went golfing today. It was all right. It was hot. Yeah? How'd you make it? It was really hot. It was hot. <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> I, I never said I wasn't going to complain about it being hot. Yeah, he commented on it being hot. He didn't actually complain about this it. Is true. This is true. Yeah. I don't go outside for a reason, and that's it. So. <laughs> but you did go outside. But I go golf, outside. Like really outside. I, well, I, I only go outside because the world is trying to kill me. So it's mm. as, as evident as it is today. This is why we don't go outside, kids, because the world's trying to kill you. <laughs> Many more nowadays than like Yeah, before. I mean, you know, whole governments are telling people to stay inside because the outdoors is scary. <laughs> what a shock. Next thing, the giant monsters are going to come out of the ground and kill us all. But that's another story. For another yeah, day. it's called Love and Monsters, and we reviewed it a few weeks ago. I was thinking Godzilla and Kong, but oh, that's funny. We uh, that. Yeah, we also reviewed that. I did. Steph didn't. There's a big-ass turtle but, in the uh, pond by my work that could come out of the ground. Pond. Oh, yeah? Any second. What's its and... name? Chomp. Chomp? Yeah, Ooh. I named him Chomp. He's a good Why dude. Why did you name him Chomp? Because he's a snapper. Ah, snapper, snapper. <laughs> what did they call him in my uh, Ninja Turtles 2? What was he called? can't remember was there a snapper in ninja turtles too yeah hmm. there was a there was a wolf and a snapping turtle i can't remember what they're called but doesn't matter <laughs> but uh it would have been made it would have been more relevant to this conversation had i remembered uh isn't it like toka and razar toka and razar yeah toka is the is the uh snapping turtle if anybody cared <laughs> where did the Maybe. name come from though i don't know shredder's just like you are toka you are right i, I don't know <laughs> is that what shredder says? <laughs> yeah man <laughs> just take what you got with it my gosh i like you know i haven't seen it in a long time so you you could be right on with with how he i'm sounds. not joking that's how i'm not gonna like. validate not in the cartoon ones but no, like in the live forever if I go to quote something that Shredder says, I'm just like, you want Toka and Razar. That's what they sound like. And then he dies. So it's a whole thing. So. Shredder dies? Well, in the first Whoa, one. Spoiler alerts, boys. Come on. He doesn't die. I guess he doesn't die in either one of them, realistically. Well, he does. He gets defeated both times. Mm. First one, you think he's dead, but then he comes back in the second one. And I don't remember how the second one ends. I really do. Well, our homework this week will be to watch Ninja Turtles and Ninja Turtles 2. And eat a whole lot of pizza with There's it. There's three of them, actually. I am fine one. with that pizza thing. The third one is like, <laughs> it's pretty cool because they go back in time and they're all samurais and it's kind of cool. They changed April, though. That was kind of weird. So if they do a third uh, Michael Bay rendition of Ninja Turtles, you think, uh, you know, because they already did Bebop and uh, uh, what's his name? <laughs> I don't know. 
They are Nobody doing knows. Ninja Turtles again. It's just are it's a, uh, a new one. They're rebooting it again. Okay. Um, without Megan Fox, so that helps. I mean, that's not disappointing. Um, I don't remember what's going on with it, but I think there's another one coming. Um, I know there's a, a an animated one coming as well, so we'll see what's going on. A lot of Ninja Turtles stuff. I mean, there's Ninja Turtles and Batman in a comic book series, so that's what's mm-hmm. good. That was a good one. Um, I have like most of those comics. They don't have them all though. It was a limited run, and I couldn't find them all, so that sucked. But uh, I do have a bunch of them. <laughs> Where they are right now, couldn't tell you. Oh no, in a box somewhere. By the way, it was Bebop Probably and Rocksteady. Yeah, played by Seamus, wasn't it? Yeah, and yeah. Then the black dad from Malcolm in the Middle for some reason. So, you know, is what it is. I have no idea. I like definitely zoned out and have no idea what we're talking about anymore. Um, Ninja Turtles. Oh, still so. okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Keep it up. Let's go. Woo! Let's go. Wake up, everyone. Let's do this. If I have to be awake, so do you. I, I don't know what that uh, means. I mean, I am awake. I'm it. just. I I zoned out. I'm sorry. I'm half <laughs> half of my brain is watching a hockey game at the moment. Half well, of turn my... off the hockey game. No! We already lost, so it doesn't matter. They didn't lose yet. It's been like nine minutes in the first period. Uh-huh. It's fine. Go Habs, go. It's two to one. We got this, boys. We're still gonna lose. No, what, what's the uh, what, what's the tally at so far? Two one Toronto night? in the series. Two one Toronto. Toronto. Mm. Yeah, they're they're not they're not there was. There was, I don't even know how Montreal made this playoffs. I don't know so. either, but it's fine. Well, that it helps that there's only six teams that they had to fight. Yes. Or play fight. four <laughs> other teams. <laughs> well, they lost their fights, Mortal too. Mortal <laughs> Battle of the North. So, we'll see. I mean, everyone plays difference in the playoffs, but there's no way Montreal's going to make it through. So. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. They could pull a fast one on them. I, I mean, really I'm a don't have fan my... And I'll tell you... And... No, I'll tell you they're not going to Yeah, I don't have my hopes up, but if they I still do, that'd watch be hilarious. It. But any any Canadian team gets their play on the West, we're getting screwed. So imagine a Montreal Boston final. That'd be flipping crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking <Anyway>. of hockey, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what? We Never talk gonna. about week to week when we talk about hockey, right? We t- we talk about game changes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the game changes where the Mighty Ducks I... are are the Mighty Ducks in. Uh, uh, the Anaheim Ducks in the playoffs? I don't, I don't know. I don't. Uh, know. I actually, I actually don't, don't know. know. <laughs> That's a good. I don't really pay attention to the West even because they always win, yeah. so I don't really care for them. Um, I guess this was the season finale episode, right? Am I right? No, nope. one week. more. Oh, there's one more. In, okay, one more. Off it's still a hell of a cliff off. Cliff off. Uh, <laughs> cliffhanger. Whatever that's cliffhanger. <laughs> Kinda. It wasn't a hell of a one. I'm. I was just like, why? Yeah, it just ended. I was. Why just was like... this at like? Yeah. Uh, the Ducks have not made it to the Stanley Cup finals or uh, playoffs. There you go. Um. Yeah, this episode was pretty funny in a few ways. I <laughs> really liked and was jealous of the comment that Alex gave to Stephanie, where she said, "I think I like depressed Stephanie." And I was like, I wish people would say that to me, but they don't. So anyway, I like to ste- depress Stephanie. Yay! There you but go. the Asian one, not uh, you. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm like, you're the only one I know. Ruthless. So, well, I guess I know Jordan. You know a lot of Stephanie. <laughs> no, I really thing. only know two. I don't really count the other ones because I haven't talked to them in years. Yeah, so. but you know them. <laughs> 
Do I though? He knows of them now. I know of oh, them. Oh, that's now. deep. Yeah. That's some deep shit right there. Right. If we really want to go down this road here, <laughs> I mean, um, who do we really wa- know? Watch, like they all listen to this, Alex, and you're gonna get some like really strongly worded messages, like. I'm we message you all the time. You don't message us. I hope Ooh, so, because that would mean I have to start looking at stuff that I've never looked at. Like, then that means I'm missing something, and then maybe my whole world is just supposed to be completely different, but it isn't. But it is what it is. Um, it and is also, um, did the photo booth just start working magically when they went into it? Like, don't you usually so, have to put money in those things well, or something? They, they might have put stuff in before they went in, and then, like, the timer started, like, to count no, down. No, but they well, didn't because... Before the event... It's probably signified by somebody going oh, in. Oh, I guess that's because true. Because they probably have it paid off for the event that you can just go yeah, and take pictures. That's, that's a good for point. For the children. You're going to make children take pictures, like pay for pictures for themselves? The, the one the guy children, spent... But so please fine. think of the children. The one guy spent $20 no. in quarters um, for a stuffed animal for the stupid... Yeah, but that's different. That's arcade kid. games. That's different. It's the same. No. No. A picture booth and an arcade games are totally... No, different. they're not. Not in that scenario. Yes. Mm, well, hmm. I would gouge the heck out of a bunch of kids coming to play video games. Gouge? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like their eyes? Yep. And their pockets. Oh. Oof. Ah. I think that's called robbing. <laughs> Same thing. Have you never heard the phrase gouging people of their money? I have. Uh, I just clearly, like Matt, took it in a totally different direction. Um, and then my Very other morbid. comment was, after all that drama with, coach bombay and the oh my god mm. he can't be our coach anymore and then alex comes and saves the day they still just tell her to be the coach yeah yeah well she has to but i guess no but because also, he, oh, oh, he was fine the, uh, their whole loophole doesn't make sense so the whole loophole of being like they had to have like an ncaa like scout scout watch one of the games but then like so if that didn't happen does that mean like as far as I'm concerned, that makes them ineligible to play, to play in, at all yeah. in states. It, it it just seemed like the fact of that, like... Well, no, if they're it, a registered team, and then the league themselves decides drop not the to ball scout. by yeah. not sending a scouts, yeah. is on the, te- the league. That's where the loophole is. The league screwed up, not yeah. them. And I just don't understand league. how that makes it suddenly okay for a non-NCAA uh, qualified coach to suddenly be allowed to coach. Yeah, it's a dumb well, it's a dumb. the thing rule. is, like... It's the NCWA rule. Yeah. So it's like the, the the law thing is that he's not allowed to technically coach any team yeah. at all yeah. in any state for anything. But also, this is the worst acting episode of the world. <laughs> I don't even know why they even think this guy can act. No wonder he hasn't been in anything in <laughs> fucking years. So Aww, like Emilio. Did you see that those yeah, three scenes that he was in? They were god awful. <laughs> doesn't help that it like you know the other coach not really pushing him and he's playing this really crappy character but this whole show is just going downhill but going uphill at the same time i don't know it's getting a lot of steam like it's rising up popularity but it's going downhill and right downhill and uphill at the same time (laughs) it's like you know what we're gonna get popular so we're gonna make our i mean they've already shot the whole show but you know we're gonna make this show great at the not great but we're gonna do it okay at the beginning (laughs) And you know what? We're just gonna stumble our way through till the end. Yeah, they that's hook everybody happened. early on, and then we we just get like dragged along right through to the final. Honestly, like they should have just made a movie and called it a day, <laughs> or called it Game Changers. But you, you you realize they they really just like 
they they just couldn't be bothered by the end of the season to put in an effort in. I was going to say well, the I league mean, just didn't bother. No. <laughs> but um, just don't bother. But just don't uh, bother. next episode, I mean, spoiler alert. I haven't watched it. Obviously, no one has. But it's not they showed yet. a picture of them wearing the Ducks uniforms. So <clears> that's a whole freaking thing. Are you serious? So they all defect. Not or... the old, like the old D, like District Five. Oh, Ducks like the greens. Like the classic Uniform. ones from the first. Maybe yeah. maybe it is like the whole loophole that we were just talking about actually means like, yeah, the team technically isn't a registered NCAA team. And so they have to go with a registered team and somehow they're allowed to use the Mighty Ducks because it's a different look. I don't know. Well, they're just, I don't know. Are they called the Mighty Ducks or are they just called the Ducks? I thought they were always called the Mighty Ducks. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, uh, I think maybe um, it was one of those things where officially they were the Ducks, but mm. but they called themselves the Mighty Ducks. Um, I don't know. I there was something about that in the dressing room when they got there for in the first movie when they first mm. got their their uniforms. I think it was just the Ducks. You might then, be right. And it might be like the 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 phrase to describe the Mighty yeah. the movie was They're like the, the Mighty Ducks. ducks. They the are mighty. mighty. Ducks. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Quack quack. Quack quack. Anyway, the show's gone downhill real quick. I don't know why I keep watching it. I have to watch it because I have to finish it now. Yeah, but exactly. well, there's only one episode left, so not too much torture to go. Well, but hey, well, Matt pointed out a really a cool thing about this episode. A little ca- was it that cool though? I was excited. A little cameo <laughs> of our hometown. Yep. Which took no sense, Alex and I way Vancouver. too long to figure out. Oh my! No, no, you didn't figure. No, it we out. didn't. I had to spoon feed it to you because <laughs> Matt is the only person in the world who would have realized it. As soon as I uh, saw it, Jamie also realized I, it. So we watched it. But and we, did you at the go? Same hey, time, did you see that? Did you? At the same time, we looked her, at each other. We're like, like, "That's Kitchener City Hall." As soon as mm, I, I went back it. and watched it, I was like, "Holy shit! It's so obvious! Like, it's such a, it's such an obvious city hall because it's hideous." Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I haven't I looked didn't... at Kitchener City Hall in like ten years, so I don't know. That can't be true. Well, it's felt like ten years. I don't go downtown. There's no reason for me to go downtown. Yeah, I guess so. Downtown. Things will I do, be but good I don't even go near that downtown. part of King Street ever. I go past it. Well, most of it's directions. closed for construction now anyway, so we can't go there anyway. Oh, no, but don't um, go down there. Yeah, Kitchener's a dirty a... hole anyway. So, um, excuse if, me, uh... you watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember so uh, what the timestamp was. I know it sent it to you guys. It was like twelve minutes forty five seconds or something. Twelve forty eight. Yeah. So if if you want to see good old K Dubs, Kitchener City Hall, Kitchener City Hall, hometown represent, so watch the don't latest episode of uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changer for a many two things and there. Half don't do it. Clip. Not worth it. Don't do it. Don't listen to them. <laughs> it's a waste of time. I, I, um, the, the question that I have is like, is like, was any of the show shot in Kitchener, or did no, they just have shot random stock like Probably footage stock. of City Hall, and they're like, that looks like a reasonable venue to be pretending they're in? Yeah, I don't. It was probably just stock footage, which they probably would have shot for something. I don't know what they would. I'm have trying shot to for, think but... of what shows were filmed downtown Kitchener. I know that Dan for Mayor, whatever it was called, was shot mm. there. But that mm-hmm. was like quite a while ago now, and I can't imagine why a scene like that would have been in right? it. But maybe it wasn't, and that's why they could use it. Um, I really don't know. But oh, sh- sorry, just dropping stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was weird. It was a weird scene to to 
be used but it was cool i enjoyed it i'm glad you yeah. pointed it out because i always like seeing our our cité and stuff the cité we built this city on crack cocaine <laughs> <laughs> and this show is officially off the air forever uh there's just a lot of drugs in this city it's fine i don't know about it personally i just watch the news you know it's fine you know, I don't know what happened to this show it, it but anyways never occurred to on. me that the coach of the game Maybe changers uh, or of the mighty ducks team is uh from Letterkenny. You just where like, have from, you, you been? just realized where that? have like, you been? I don't Matt, watch Letterkenny. We've only talked about it watch all the time. Here's a perfect perfect example of if you would listen to the podcast because <laughs> we definitely talked about that right podcast. away. Well, you didn't. I don't know who Letterkenny is and what his story. We've only is, mentioned but... it ten times because there's literally an episode where he calls everyone pheasants and it's the funniest freaking thing in the world. <laughs> so. It went over my head. Well, but then Google told me, so now it's real. Now it's real. It doesn't matter what we say, Alex. Apparently not. <laughs> Only what Matt says. Um, Classic Matt. Yeah, I'm it was a blame it on baby brain. Baby brain. Nope. You know, eventually you can't that use anymore. that as an excuse anymore, right? Sure, I can. You just I'm, said the other day, as that long as you're I'm a father more sleep now so your days are <laughs> well, limited I'm use dog brain i'm a dog father so that's what i'm gonna have to use from now on i've got beer Cats. brain <laughs> i don't know i got nothing i have no excuses ever it sucks <laughs> i'm just tired oh this week i'm using my vaccine getting my vaccine is my excuse ah there you go that's yeah. all right that's all right no it's not <laughs> it's, it, that's that's saying it affects your brain that's no it that's just made me really tired that's, that's I, huh? I honestly had to nap for like two hours after I got it. I don't know what happened. And by two hours, I mean like half an hour because I suck at napping. But anyway, my arm still hurts, but it's fine because I'm half vaccinated now. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, People's whoop. bodies are weird. Yes, they are. Canadian bodies. You're all weird. You're all weird with your Canadian bodies. Hey, don't be judging here. I don't know. I haven't had the shot yet. I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm still waiting. I've had a million shots in my life, so I Speaking of am singing, used to it. Mass singer. That's something that you guys can talk about. <laughs> I'm gonna grab a drink. Yay! Okay, I um laughed pretty hard at this episode because you were obviously 100 percent right. I always am, but that's fine. Go on. But that's all I got. Oh, I didn't watch it. I oh. only saw the ending. <laughs> uh, I didn't watch it because I was tired. I don't know. It wasn't a great, Maybe. I mean, yeah, the whatever. I don't understand how. Mass Effect's out these days, so I don't get to do a lot of watching TV. But uh, yeah, I saw, I was right, of course. You're right, I mean, Amarion. Amarion was, yeah. was going to be that person. I don't, I can't uh, believe the that he got. The chicken reveal was kind of cool. Yeah, it was. I, it should have been somebody else, but that's fine. Um, it was It was entertaining. I, I can't tell if Jenny's uh, surprise was legitimate or not. Like, I don't know if no, she was actually surprised. Not at all. She was, I'm sure she was a little bit surprised, but she overreacted because it's television. Yeah. Well, she overreacts um, for everything, so. Yeah. But I mean, it should have been somebody else. I think it would have been cooler if it was like Joel McHale or something, or like. Um, I think Joel McHale would have been too, would have been too obvious. I think it would have been hilarious if it actually was, um, what's his name that they keep guessing? Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Well, they're going to save that to the last season if they ever get canceled. And 
which they won't ever. No. But uh, until they start losing ratings, they won't use him. And then, uh, but it could have been Joe Hill because he's always on the the panel. So as a guest, yeah, like every every early episode. So it would have been funny if it was him, just messing around. But I mean, Donnie Wahlberg kind of makes sense. I thought it. Spoiler I thought it was pretty, to those who have yeah. watched. But uh, <clears throat> I thought it was pretty funny. I. I uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it really doesn't matter too much. But I'm glad that it's been revealed. Um, I still don't understand like how this voting is working because why is Chameleon still on? Well, here's the thing. This thing is rigged from the get go because if you think about it, some of the best things are usually like let go right away. Like, how did the seashell lose to? like the community yeah exactly it's so stupid um so i guarantee they would have chose their winner um and i I assume it has to come down to like contracts and politics and stuff like that because like you can see some of the older guys get kicked off right away because obviously some of them are bad but like (laughs) you know they can't be in those suits for like too long like we saw mickey Um, rourke like freak out because he overheated and stuff so so I think it's just like comes down to, and you also like you probably I don't think there's any like obviously real votes happening. Um, they say you can vote, but I mean let's be real they'll they can prove that they're voting for like the real votes there. Yeah. Like, the point? Um. But uh, it's just a popularity contest. Like the ratings probably say who's who's watching who more online and stuff like that. So maybe more people are watching Chameleon because they can't figure out who he is, even though I think it's pretty damn obvious. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean... Um. <laughs> And then, like, but then again, like, the Black Swan, it's all, like, you also got to think, like, times, like, I know they always wanted, like, women to win more because, you know, um, you know, it's just this whole thing going on, right mm-hmm. now, which is totally fine. But uh, let's just make it about the talent, then it would have been better. But, uh, like, I think this, like, I think the chameleon's going to win just because based off of how long he's been in Yeah, this. I'm, I, I'm I wouldn't honestly be surprised. surprised. So it's not that he's a bad um, performer or anything, but he has only done like R&B, hip hop, rap, whatever the whole, every, every performance. And it's kind of like yeah. all the other, uh, contestants, um, try to like switch it up, show their talent in many ways. He's only done the one typically in the past, um, seasons, the people that are doing like hip hop or rap get voted. I don't know why, but get voted off sooner than the others that are like showing well, it is a singing contest in my right opinion. exactly but, uh... and, and i mean I, i'm not discounting the the talent that it takes to be a rapper hip-hop or r&b artist but this contest historically has been more about the like actual people singing ballads and all yeah. that stuff um and so that's because, why like, i'm surprised think... that he's yeah. he's been in it for so long but maybe that's why maybe like you said it is rigged and <laughs> uh they're just if it isn't what i i'm would be highly surprised because how did the like the the uh what are they called the russian the, dolls the, yeah he was a better singer than anyone on that stage like even his the one brother was yeah better than anybody even than his other brother yeah. but so yeah i don't know it will be interesting to see where it goes and uh i my i would be i wouldn't be surprised if piglet won mm-hmm. um just because he's there hasn't been a white male winner ever if you really want to think about demographics, that's how you're going to do it. I never really thought um, about that, but there you go. So they got the older male generation involved is to have a you know, significant all-American white male win it. Yeah, who is in and, like a boy uh, band. Who is Nick Lachey, by the way. If you haven't figured that <laughs> yeah. out, it's Nick Lachey. Um, it could be his brother. I don't know his brother's name, but 
He has a brother. If it isn't the cliche. Yeah, their their brothers both were in 98 Degrees. Oh. But uh, he seemed to know a lot definitely about Definitely 90 Degrees. I know a lot about everything. <laughs> true, true. Alex was a bit of a boy band connoisseur back in the day, don't you know? Hmm. And I'm not I'm not kidding. He knew them I don't well. remember. I knew I, everything. I was into boy bands when I my first I mean, CD I... that I ever bought was an NSYNC CD. Oh like, dear. What up? My first CD was Alien Ant Farm. That I remember That's buying. cooler. That is a lot cooler. <laughs> That's a lot cooler. <laughs> it's either, it's either that is. or either that or swollen members. Which is also pretty oh, cool. Alex had style. I just was into boy bands. That's adorable. I, I, I like boy bands, but I don't think I was buying music at that point. Mm. So like, or like getting my parents to buy me music. I didn't buy CDs until like. See, I had I had an grade HMB, eight or like uh, gift card. Yeah. Yeah. I, remember back in the day when there wasn't like gift cards, but like gift certificates you were given. It would be like like a very like well printed gift certificate, and you bring yeah. it in. We still have it over to the counter when you're like them. eight years old. I don't know. The good old we days. We still have them. They still exist. They're still out there. Now we buy. Beer I haven't, I haven't seen a gift them. certificate in a, in a long time. Do cast them. You're welcome to have them whenever. Oh, okay. You buy can them, I have one? But... Wait, you said I can just have one. No, you can have them after you bought it. No. <laughs> oh. I, so... I, I don't like how this this transaction is working. Can, <laughs> can I just be given it for free and then I get free goods in return? No. No. No, that's not really. How I that guess works, we'll support your small Ram business. Ram have but... free gift certificates that she can give to me that I can then. No, I, I, I wouldn't share anything either. <laughs> she people. probably has a free app thing that she never used from like Christmas or something, but not this year, but maybe a year before. What? But she may have used it. I don't know. I didn't. I don't, I don't even know, know what you're talking about. Here. So I clearly haven't used it, and now I'm excited. Well, we have like when we give out Christmas cards to regulars, you probably got one, and but you probably were drunk. Yeah, it's <laughs> very very possible. And misplaced it, and then got all emotional. And it's like, oh, I love this place. <laughs> I'm like, why? All right, I got, like, I got a bit of uh, disappointing tech news for both of you. Uh oh. So NFTs. Well, have story. you have you heard of them? Yeah, I don't understand yeah, them, pointless. but I've heard of them. Makes okay. no sense. So an NFT is a non fungible token. I'll fight right? you. It's basically the equivalent of like um, a digital ledger. More or less, it certifies that you're the owner of some kind of digital art is more or less what it is. So like, you know, if you have like a, an art piece or a, like a first edition novel or something, oftentimes there's a certificate of authority that comes with it to say like, yes, someone has certified that this is an original art and you are the owner of it because you have purchased it. Um, I have a question before you continue. Yes. What does NFT yeah. stand for? Maybe that will help. Non-fungible token. Oh, that didn't help. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's kind of blown up recently because, mm -hmm. like, you can now um, purchase, you know, an NFT that is representing, like, a photo, video, audio, um, or another type of digital file that exists online. And it, it, there's a bit of, like, controversy around it because uh, the way that they are processed and handled is on these big servers that basically waste a lot of energy and, therefore, like, are actually not great for the environment. Um, however... Uh, the reason why I'm bringing it up right now is because um, a famous, well-known YouTube uh, video from the early days of YouTube, uh, Charlie Bit My Finger, mm -hmm. has been purchased. For, I, it was sold for 761000 US dollars. Somebody bought it for that much money, and it is now being removed from YouTube. That like That's insane. Who has that kind of yeah. money to buy a video with? 
and why that one like it's great there, there have been a few people uh that have made millions off of like their digital art and like i get it for some things it's like yeah like you're an artist you've been making art for a long time so you know you put it up for auction and people want to buy it cool like it's not for me but like hey by all means like people have been buying art for years and then they just store them in storage facilities because it's like um a coveted like thing yeah it's more like an investment it's something that they're like you know holding on to for the long term and like archiving but like i don't know to me like with many things i i'm much more of a you know if i buy something i own something i want to i want to use it i want to enjoy it like you know i if i were to be able to afford like an expensive fancy car i would drive it right you know i wouldn't be the one to leave it in a in a garage so that's just me and i realize like i don't represent everyone but yeah seven hundred sixty thousand nine hundred ninety nine us dollars uh it was sold just this past sunday um this uh it was set up on a website uh by the davies car family which i can only imagine is the family that is in it uploaded yeah. this video um yeah I, I i i can't find specifically who sold it but uh yeah a lot of money i don't i just don't understand like why <laughs> i really don't no, get it's it the most pos- po- uh. Like, it's so stupid. This whole trend of those things are so dumb. Like even wrestling's in it, involved with it, and oh, yeah. any big company is going to be doing it. Like a Tim Tebow one once sold for like stupid amount of money. Mm-hmm. It's just dumb. It's uh, pointless, useless, and uh, but hey, thrown in the like maybe this but is whatever. your opportunity to like create something and then sell it and see if somebody wants to buy it. We are doing that right now, aren't we? We're creating magically magic stuff for the ears. You know, if I, we I guess sold, we're gonna have to post our, our, our podcast as NFTs and see if wants to buy and, it. Uh, lovely sounds of laughter and <laughs> anger and despair. If we sold and, an episode uh, of this podcast for seven hundred thousand dollars, I would <laughs> die. It's never gonna happen, but I would die. It'd be a waste never of money never. for me because I would die. So make sure to comment on our, our on our social media let us know what you would buy our podcast episodes for um <laughs> or trade nice, I, I would even trade it for something like a, a nice like a nice pen or, <laughs> or glasses you know hey there's some fancy pens out there don't don't knock on pens i love stationery don't get me wrong i just think that was a funny thing to come up with in the moment wolf of wall street was all based off of a guy who could sell a pen on wall street, was it so, i was I mean, just talking to my that. coworker about that movie today and i've never seen it so <laughs> uh because i was telling him that my stocks did pretty well today Ooh. amc closed at over 16 dollars a share and i'm super stoked about Dang. that that's pretty sweet you realize no never mind i'm just gonna i'm gonna leave it there you gotta go. <laughs> yep, don't, um, don't bring me down alex i'm not ready for that yet don't bring me down uh, anyways Moving on, somebody on our Instagram, speaking of comments, uh, wanted to ask to see what we thought about uh, something. I don't remember. Somebody asked us a question? Elon Musk? Yeah, something about Elon Musk. Musk. Mr. Musk? Uh, let me find it here. It's a lot of work. i got to figure it out. Is it the one you sent us? I didn't actually read that. I'm horrible. Well, well, Alex, ask Alex what he thinks about uh. them using holograms in movies instead <laughs> of digitally CGIing, editing people in. Uh... I am actually oh, well, curious. Let's just talk about. Um, uh oh. Oh no! It depends. <laughs> oh no! I I I don't know. You know, 
You know, I don't know. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta give him more than that. This is the first time we were actually responding to somebody's comment, Alex. You, you, you had time. You gotta to make it worth this it. Over. Well, here's the thing. Like, I have to use an example, but like the only example I can really think about is is uh, Carrie Fisher. Is, uh, no, see, that's that's a little different. That was CGI. Yeah, like we've seen uh, hologram kind of concerts where like moment, Tupac but... uh, was hologrammed onto a stage once. Yeah, that's dumb. That's stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> I would never go pay to watch. A... I just sit at home and watch a video of them if I wanted to. I'm pretty that's sure that dumb. that wasn't like but a like, concert for them though, to be right? in... like, That was a surprise thing at like an awards show or something. It was part of a that festival. Was, but they made other con- they've made other concerts about like mm. Prince and and uh, the Beatles and stuff like that. But even though half of them are still alive, but. Um, <laughs> It's, I don't know, the whole hologram thing. Like, in movies, I don't really know how that would work. I think you'd have to, like, CGI them. Because you could make holograms in movies if you watch every other Star Wars episode in the world. Um, That's a good point. I don't know. That's a good point. I, I would have to see it. Because, like, if you think of, uh, uh, what is the one, uh, Rogue One, they did a lot of, like, like they brought in an actor to play uh, Carrie Fisher, obviously. And they just kind of CGI'd her face a little bit. But then they had to like completely CGI in Moff Tarkin mm-hmm. for his scenes, and that was kind of weird, you know. It's eerie, um, right? He didn't look as good, yeah. Um, as comparison to the K Fisher version, um, once you watch it over again, once you saw it on the big screen and saw it in like in the theaters, I didn't really realize that he was that CGI'd. Mm-hmm. But once I watched it on my better TV, mm-hmm. uh, closer up, you could see that he was more CGI'd for sure. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It was it's holograms. We'll see what happens. We have to see how good they get at it. I don't. Again, like I said, with when the having holograms in front of you, it has to be almost picture perfect for me, for that to make sense. Because if not, then what's the point? We have videos, right? Um, but for movies, I mean CGI. I think it's just gonna only get bigger and better, like stronger, where they're not gonna need actors anymore, other than voices, mm-hmm. right? Which kind of makes no sense. They're already kind of doing that with stuff like, um avatar and again rogue one and stuff so um we'll see how it goes um with the elon musk comment what was out about i don't remember um i have elon's ideas about brain implants to connect to the web and that was by a last name cast (laughs) i I feel like this this plays into the whole you know you get a COVID vaccine, you have 5G implanted into you, that that whole fear that Bill Gates is secretly just trying to take over the world. Um, Yeah, like, okay. We've seen things like wearable tech, like Google Glass, and it just fails, like, miserably because people don't want to have things in front of them all (laughs) the time. Like, people will hold a phone in front of them all the time, but people don't want to just, like, have their eyes obstructed 24 7 and also like people on the other side of it don't want somebody wearing tech and being able to like do things like scan them and whatnot and yeah them it's not creepy to be aware. like they want to know like you lift up a phone you're like performing the act they can tell of taking yeah. a picture or yeah. something of someone right it's very difficult to you know snap a photo of somebody with with your mobile phone without somebody knowing um you know <laughs> so yeah like this the, like i'm not into it i don't i don't see the value in it um I mean, to be fair, Elon Musk has been saying a lot of crazy stuff over the past couple of weeks to the point that, like, he really pissed off the whole Bitcoin community, which yeah. is a pretty volatile community to begin with. I think he's um, he's getting a little uh, almost too brave, it feels like. 
I, I mean, like he's he's been at that point for a while now, and what what I'm kind of waiting for is the day when the board of directs, directors of Tesla are just like, yeah, we're done with you. Like we're we're over your publicity nightmares. Like yeah, it worked for a little while. With well, maybe that's why he's doing it because right? but... he has all the money already. He doesn't need it. If they, he gets Sorry, bought Alex? out from this company, and this is probably why he's doing it because you know what? If he gets bought out from this company, he's still going to make so much money just being bought. Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah. There's there's Anything he can do, he's going to make millions and millions of dollars regardless. Mm. And I mean, te- well, here's the thing. Tesla hasn't actually made a profit yet. So, I mean, like they've been but operating. Still to, so if at... he's the CEO and has like owner's mm-hmm. rights to something to yeah. be bought out, they still would have to buy him out mm-hmm. in a sense yeah. or offer him something or something regardless that he'd be getting the win out of it in the end. Yeah. It's his, he probably still has intellectual properties to it as well. Um, because he he wouldn't be dumb enough not to do something like copyright something hidden there somewhere where he would have to make one would think at least you that would be the smart thing to do um so we'll see i mean he could do almost anything same with jeff bezos they can do anything they want because they have all the power in the world right now um because of the perceivement of all the money they have but uh, i know perceivement's not a word but i made it up so cool Anyways, I like it. I um, like it. Well, thank you for sending those comments out. She also did mention we should talk about uh, uh, the uh, Masters of Love show that started. Oh, um, I haven't watched it yet. Three. I'm sorry, listener. Uh, I've watched it all. Did you really? And I don't know why, because oh. I wanted to hate myself, I guess. <laughs> Holy. Um, well, I've watched the show before, right? I watched the when before. Didn't it just come out? One. When did you watch it all? I don't have a life. So, um... And it came out on Saturday, I think. Maybe it came out yesterday. I don't know. But I watched it all yesterday. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, the first episode is the most depressing thing in my life. It made me realize how much my life sucks. So um, <laughs> so get prepared for that. If you're a very emotional person, be prepared. It's a very strong... The first episode is very, very emotional. Um, especially if you're like our age. Because it's based around people our age. Hmm. Um so depending on where you are in life, it can get very heavy Damn, um, for everyone. Um, for me specifically, so the story is around uh, Denise and her partner who were in the in the original show. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it focuses around her and her partner and uh, uh, where they are in life. And they're about in their 30s at the beginning of the show. Um, married and whatnot. And uh, just goes about how they're living their life. And it's very slow so it is very it's like watching a a four-hour movie split up into you know thing it's very slowly written and he did that on purpose he said and and if the reason he did it um makes sense and you do get more emotionally involved with it um because of how slow paced it is it's not switching from character to character it's not switching from scene to scene it's just dealing with what's going on right there and then um, he did shoot it in a weird aspect ratio, which is kind of weird, but... Oh, what did um, he do? He did it in, like... Uh, what was it? He did a square. It was really Four weird. by three? Yeah. Um, like, like a classic television format? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, and it was it was good. Even though, I mean, like, it's... It, it doesn't deal with a lot of stuff that's going on right now. It doesn't really talk about the, like, pandemic or anything, obviously, but... Uh, you could definitely shot. They see you could see that they shot it because of the pandemic. How they shot it because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. There's really a lack of ca- uh, actors on it. Um, um, so and he directed the whole thing because he's sorry. He directed the whole thing. 
Um, so that was interesting. He does show up in a few episodes. Um, that's what I was saying. Like when he comes in in the second, in the first episode, that's really when um, it gets really heavy for me. Because uh, that's why I like the show, because it felt like a lot of things I related to as a brown person dating in the modern world, right? Hmm. And this one is, uh, this gets heavier. It hmm. just gets a lot heavier. Damn, all right. Because it's, uh, so be prepared for people who haven't watched it. It's a very, even married people and or people hmm. trying to, you know, just live their lives. It's a, It gets heavier at the beginning. Like it's a, and then it's a kind of the fallout of that. Emotional debacle hmm. that happens in it. Hmm. So, thank you for preparing me because I cry yeah. when people get like goals in the Mighty Ducks. So, yeah. So, like when <laughs> I was thinking about bad. it, like I thought about it a lot of my own life in there. But mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I know that when you're gonna watch it, you're gonna have a hard time with it. Mm. And, I, and I, I'm not saying that in a negative way. I just, you know me I very just well. Feel like you and I are in the same kind of place. Yeah. In some places. Yeah. Hundred percent. And this one really hits hard for people our age specifically so mm-hmm. because they're those characters are portraying people our mm-hmm. age yeah um so it gets interesting so I, I i'm glad i watched it but if you're a very emotional person go in there and be prepared I'll have the... at least that's for me it depends what the place you are in your in your mindset at the point but uh i i could see them winning some stuff for this hmm. maybe cool. uh but uh I don't know. It was it was intense. It was intense, especially if you're, um, man. Like I don't know. It's, it's I can't really say without spoiling a lot of things happening in it. So, and I don't want to do that because I feel like this is something you should watch if mm. you're in, if you watch the other ones because it kind of goes on the story. It leaves you with a lot of questions of how the last seasons ended, but we'll see if it gets popular. Maybe he'll go back to that storyline, mm-hmm. but you never know. All right, I'll make a point to watch it. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah, I was good. going to anyway, but I just didn't get around to it this weekend. So Yeah. And, and just to clarify for all of you listening who are wondering like kind of what that age bracket is, we're all seventy two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's it's all about, you know, getting into that Hello, like, relationship status when you're in your in your seventies. So just uh just so you can relate and really like put yourself in our shoes. Yeah. <laughs> But realistically, <laughs> it's about people in the thirties and their midlife. Midlife, I would say thirties is kind of midlife now in a sense, but it isn't. But uh, yeah, it's just people in the thirties trying to live their lives, and it's mm. it's and that's the where the millennials are. That's where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Is in yeah, thirties to forty age bracket where we're trying to figure out. And I watched an interesting video about how millennials and like how we're the worst off generation ever, based off how so? of just based off of like how um just because of the market and everything and I was how everything say, like, economically not in a great position yeah. for <laughs> no yeah, like, that's for what i kind of saying we're just in a worse coming spot after the baby boomers yeah yeah like both the generations yeah. before us took everything yeah and yeah. there's like there's no chance for us to really there are for the select few but it's really hard for the collective to move on especially with the mm. powers that are in the government right now plus Oh, if we could go down a dark hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could get it. Just and I and like again, this show made me really think a lot about that stuff, and it's kind of crazy. Anyways, hmm. so watch it, give it a like or don't like it. Let us know what you thought um, in the comments, obviously. 
of our social meads. Social meads. That was a truly social millennial meads. thing to say. <laughs> social meds. Media. I don't no, know why no, I have the wheeziest laugh today. Sorry, everyone. But, uh, yeah. But other TV things. Uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars. Let's, Let's go, go down the Star Wars road. Uh, the Rangers of the New Republic may be canceled. It hasn't. Um, it's been taken out of development, but it hasn't been officially canceled. Mm. So that's why I say. But that was the show that was going to be. Why? Uh, no reason why yet. They just haven't taken it out of development. They're slowing everything down right now in the Star yeah. Wars world. Um, but it seems like uh, yeah, they're kind of restructuring their approach. Like there's yeah. a lot of stuff being announced, and then you know, the 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 Rise of Skywalker came out, and you know the the whole uh, fumble of game of thrones with the creators who were supposed to come on um it just seemed like everything was just kind of like reassessed yeah and especially with like gina whatever the heck her name is we don't know <laughs> Donna. no one ever remembers um, <laughs> her being taken off because this was the show that she was kind of gonna really down uh, in the way i think yeah um, with her gone how do you rewrite yeah. that show with so, another character in mind so I think, and it was a, it's a tough one to shoot too. With you got three other major shows on the run, live action yeah. shows that they're filming right now, right? Um, being Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi, well, there's four, I guess. Obi Wan Kenobi and the Book of uh, Boba Fett. So, oh yeah, oh, and, I mean they're, be... they're also working on the Andor, Andor, Andor? yeah, Andor. That yeah. one's almost done. So mm-hmm. the thing is, we we won't be seeing Mandalorian. I think this year in 2021. Yeah. I don't think we'll see it until 2022 because we're supposed to see Mando, uh, the Book of Boba Fett in December. So I don't think we'll see much there. Uh, speaking of television debuts as well, moving on, same kind of world, Disney. And uh, we never actually talked about it, but Loki, the TV show, mm. has moved from Fridays to Wednesdays. To Wednesdays. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. trying to do different They made night. a huge announcement about it for 10 seconds. They brought yeah, him in, they did a whole trailer. thing about him. Yeah. And just to say, oh, yeah, we're starting two days earlier. <laughs> you know, it's because you're getting it sooner. You're getting it sooner. Just two days before. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious like, why the shift. Like, I wonder if it's just Friday nights have gotten so loaded up now that, like, they're spreading things out a bit more. Because well, Wednesday night it, seems like an odd night to choose. Well, coming up to, you know, in the summer, especially something in the summer, mm. a lot of people aren't going to be uh, yeah, away on TVs vacation. on Friday nights. Yeah. Um, or away so it would be easier to push it because you're losing a lot of your regular television shows that are on cable. Yeah, because yeah, like, most of them should be ending soon. The one True. that I'm coming am up. thinking about is Mass Singer is ending next week as a finale. Mm. So, yeah, so you see a lot of those shows ending now, Wednesday. so it's easier to take in those times. Yeah. Um, so especially during the summer. Um, so we'll see uh, how that goes. Uh, that should start in about two weeks. Nice. Um, yeah, that's all for me. For and then you got Brooklyn Nine Nine starting yeah. in August. Yes, for oh, their final amazing. season. Final season. Oh man, like Brooklyn uh, Nine Nine. What a great show! Like I like I. That's a show I can go back to pretty regularly and watch through again and again. Like I, it, it doesn't get old for me. Like I, I really enjoy have all yeah, the characters. It's good. Have they put like the the last season that was on TV on Netflix yet? I think so because I, I think it's on. Did not watch it on TV, so well, I'm like super. It's an behind. NBC show, so I'm pretty um, sure it's on Netflix. Yeah, it might be okay. on Netflix, or it's only on Peacock, or so you won't be able to get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, my only problem is only the last few way we can look at a little it. Amy. Like I've said before on this podcast, that they're a little ha- Amy and uh, Jake heavy, Peralta yeah, heavy. And I mean, I get it; they're the stars of the show. Well, at least he is. Yeah. But I felt this show was at the at the very beginning was the one of the best ensemble shows. It didn't work without one of them. Yeah, 
You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And now that it's kind of pushed more towards them too, it kind of feels like the other ones have become more of a side characters than they were before. Who Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That makes sense. No, 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 it totally does. Like they're not they're not a cast like, of main characters anymore. It's it's Jake and Amy yeah. are the main characters and I, the rest are like I felt like they've really found a way to make all those characters matter. And then when they slowly kind of got to the more point to where they were always headed, you could always tell that they were headed towards mm-hmm. those two being together mm-hmm. and having children and living life in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, that, uh, but I don't know, like you don't really have, you don't see the relationship of Charles and Jake that much anymore. Which is like um, one of the best friendships of all time. I love I love those two. Do you guys have a favorite yeah. character? Like, I would argue it's not completely gone, but I do know what you're saying, Alex. No, I never that, said it was like, gone, but you not... don't see it as much because what's happening yeah, it's is not as prominent. They're is really up, focusing right? on those two, and then like you don't really see a lot of so you so you see them like really pivot, moving the characters from working with other characters, which is fine, yeah. but yeah. it's not as prominent. Like you don't because you see more of like my problem with uh, um with like you know you got the you got uh, Captain Holt who. Mm-hmm now used to really baby Peralta can't because yeah. this character is not in that situation anymore. Well, like, he yeah. kind of is. But uh, now he's dealing with, you know, Charles more or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know the, what I mean? The, like, it's just... The focus I, has shifted. The characters yeah. have developed. And the, the one thing I will say, because I agree with you, Alex, I like, the show has shifted a lot towards those, those two key characters. Um, they they did a good job of pivoting everything off like the character gigs and the, that most recent season, the one on NBC, they got into some deeper commentary when it comes to like what's yeah. happening in society. They, and, they had to, yeah, um, I get it. They had but to, sure. but like, in, like they, they handled it for, for a, sh- uh, for a sitcom, for a co- comedic show. They handled it with a lot of grace, in my opinion. Like I felt very like, um, not just informed, but like, like, um, impressed that a show like this that i wouldn't expect to watch mm-hmm. and like you know see them take that hard stance and like present it in a really powerful way um they did and so i definitely recommend like if you haven't seen the most recent season i just i did just confirm it is on netflix it's 13 oh, episodes sweet okay um, it's very good i highly recommend it awesome and- yeah and i think um before we get to steph's question there about favorite characters like this next season is going to be a lot heavier as well because mm. they were shooting it and then they stopped, right? Because mm-hmm. um, they had to rewrite the whole show. They said because of what was going everything on in, in the world, not just the pandemic, but the whole the Black Lives Matter situation. Because um, they're cops, right? So they're, they they had to deal with that in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I expect it to be very heavy off right up the go. Um, and I and I feel like with their cast, it's going to be really well because you got your 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 uh, your gay cop, you got your your black cop you got your you know you got every kind of uh other than asian i can really think of any kind of every demographic in there Mm -hmm. um which is a thing to talk about too we can but that's a different story um so that's that's interesting and i think it will be very informal i think they can handle it i think Um, they will do it in a way that um it, it definitely like brings a point across that they're trying to make but in a way that isn't um like it's going to be in your face because it's a point, a very important point that they're trying to make. But it'll be like um, digestible, I guess, for the the greater public, mm. if that makes sense. Like, well, yeah, well, it's they're dealing with the uh, the NYPD, which is like the second or the third most hated police force mm-hmm. in the world, right? So, um, it's easy for it won't be easy, but it'll be also easy for them at the same time to really work with stuff going on here. Totally. Um, but to answer your question. <laughs> 
I don't really have a necessarily <laughs> favorite. I have favorite m- partnerships, I guess, in a sense, because like Captain Holt and uh, I can't remember uh, Gina. No, oh. uh, the the captain, the female captain that died. Um, oh, um, Madeline Wench. I think yes. they're, they're those two characters worked so well together. So yeah, funny. they played off each other really well. Yeah. Just to how much they hated each other because mm-hmm. some of like. It's lunch meat. I know stuff like that, like that, and then like so couldn't resist, couldn't so take the high road, just had to get it in there. Yeah, and it's, it's just so stuff proud. like that. I think like I don't really have a care. Like they all like my least favorite character, honestly, and it's it's unfortunate. Is uh, uh, Sergeant um, Jeffords? Yeah, Terry. Terry Crews. Terry. I just I just don't find him that. Good. I think he's over the top, and he's supposed to be, but. I just, uh, I just, th- I just find his character a little out of place from everyone else. Hmm. Um, but it is what it is. There, um, I don't know. Matt, do you have a favorite? character? I don't really have a favorite. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my, I, I'm kind of like split between two. Um, hmm. Holt is one of my favorites throughout the show. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I love, you know, uh, the episode opening where where everybody's looking at him and they're like, oh, like. Are, are you having a bad day, Captain? He's like, I've never been happy. Yeah. And he's just dead. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like, I, yeah. Stuff like that. I, was, um, I relate to that, that guy a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another moment that really got me was when Jake um, wanted to prank him uh, before like a like a uh, a meeting, and everybody was like, "Don't don't do anything. You're gonna mess with him." So he just moves his like pencil oh my God. one inch to so the right, funny. and Holt walks in, and he's like, he just like stands and he looks, and he's like, uh, 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 and he just bursts out laughing. He's like you got me yeah. how did you do it how did you do it it's just like it's just like i, I fucking just moved your pony up one yeah like honestly wall. it's ridiculous so yeah that those uh there's moments like that that i just i absolutely love his character yeah. just how deadpan well, like, is. there's yeah. moments you know that like i don't care for as much but on the whole um holt's one of my favorite too and then yeah. uh terry honestly jeffords is one of my favorite characters in the show i i love uh, that he was a fat kid that like his brothers pick on him but the See, one I he gets serious is really on top of things like i just like i really like his character i, I, just I like so the, predictable and so chant. <laughs> i feel like that was an easy write out like you're just like mm. okay that's an easy backstory let's throw it in there because if you look at like uh charles his family is just crazy yeah i was gonna <laughs> say you know, like yeah. stuff like that i think like, my it's... favorite is charles like i I have trouble picking because they're all so different and so good. You know, of the main few, again, this is like the first, whatever, five seasons or four seasons. I don't even know. Um, But yeah, like, so it's kind of hard for me to choose, but I think Charles is honestly my favorite. His obsession Mm. with food is hilarious to me. (laughs) Um, And just like, like when they ask what they should order for lunch or something like that. And they're like, Charles, you yep. can choose because he just got shot in the butt <laughs> and they're all trying to be really nice to him. His and he goes with like Ethiopian food. Like who does yeah, that? It's just the worst yeah. option. Oh, <laughs> well, have you had Ethiopian food? It's not that bad. No, I'm sure it's delicious. <laughs> it's really I'm not saying it's bad. It's just super random. Like most like something that no one else in that room would have ever exactly. have thought 90% of people yeah. are going to say pizza, you know, like they're just going to be like, yeah. I want pizza or I want chicken wings or whatever. Tacos. But he's like, he's like, no, I want Ethiopian food because I he's Charles Ethiopian and he's food. ridiculous. Yeah. And um, I love it. it. I don't think there's any character that I dislike on that show. I like, I like them all for their own reasons. Um, I think it's Hitchcock who uh, is the bald one. And he almost always has a comb in his pocket, um, which I thought, <laughs> Like, just like if if you watch think, the whole show, uh, you'll notice like he almost always has a comb in his in his like 
chest pocket. That's and he has no so hair, but funny. you know that the reason they do that is because like there there's a show where they show an episode where they show the flashback of like him and Scully and Hitchcock had a terrific head of hair. So obviously like it's just something that is habit. He always has a comb with oh him. Oh my god, even that's he has so no hair. It's funny. Just, it's I've never noticed like that, that. Those little pieces that you pick up on, you're like, man, that's great. Yeah. That's attention to detail at its finest, and that's amazing. Or like Amy can't have more than four drinks without just like, like oh. she follows the same steps, and it's throughout the whole show. It's the same thing. There's like there's dancing Amy, and yes, then there's like the levels uh, of drunken you, like, Amy get hooked up. Yeah, exactly. And it, like they they stay true to it for the most part. Uh, Jake that he can't grow facial hair, except he does when he's in prison. He gets a beard. So that one. And look, I'm calling. You have a beard now too, and you thought you couldn't grow facial hair, so. Oh, I just glue this on every morning. Oh, that explains a lot. <laughs> I can grow pretty good on. facial hair too. Just saying, <laughs> like whatever. It's nothing special. But, uh, it is what it is on that. Lots of. <laughs> just gonna move mosey Why on. Why do our segments move, get move so along. weird anyway? <laughs> well, you two makes are it weird. Great. That's what keeps uh, the, did I the say folks that? listening. What? What? Anyways, huh? uh, did we all? We were all supposed to watch Army of yeah, Dead this weekend. Finally, mm. we get to that. Army of the Dead. I watched Army it. I actually watched it. Aren't you proud of me? I'm proud of me. That's all that matters. <laughs> well, I would hope you watched it. This movie's up your alley. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to because it was two and a half hours long or whatever, um, which mm-hmm. is too long. Um, but I did. I, it was the storyline was a little bit predictable. Uh, I I think I messaged Little you guys lot. when I started it. <laughs> right, my guess is Matt didn't like it, but let's oh, sorry, continue. I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I just had to get that out before I, I started. I think talking. you're probably right about that. But um, I was laughing because I I messaged you guys after the opening scene, which was like I don't know how long it felt like thirty minutes, but it was probably only like five to seven minutes or something. And I'm like, how could they make more of a movie? Everything just happened. Like, all of the cool stuff happened in that first. But I was wrong, obviously. Like, the movie was made. It was very cool. The storyline was meh. I could have... I think... I I mean, I don't have any ideas of how I would jazz it up, but it was an okay storyline. They did a good job of making a kind of boring storyline, pretty entertaining. What with all the gore and guts and blood splattering everywhere, which is what I enjoyed the most... Um, I have a weird crush on that like king zombie guy. I don't know why he's gross and disgusting, but I was like, I I don't know. Hashtag single life, I guess. Like, it's just doing something. Yeah, for you. I don't. I I mean, not too much, but it, I was like, I have a weird crush on this king zombie. I don't know. I can't. Maybe it was the hair. I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I found it entertaining. I liked. I, my my favorite thing was the like blood and guts and gore, of course. Fair enough. Fair That's enough. the Arc. Steph Ramsahai review of Army of the Dead. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Army of the Dead. Army yeah, of the Dead. Okay. Yes. Alex. Go for it, Matt. All right. right. Uh oh. Um. Yeah, I, I Ram. I agree. Like the story was a little bit blah. Um. Uh, like Bautista shouldn't be a lead actor. His whole like push for like why he's leaving Drax as a character because he thinks Marvel could have done more with it. And I'm just sitting there like, you couldn't have done more with it. Like, <laughs> well, no, I, just, I think he mumbles a lot. That's he's not what not, he's saying. Like, he doesn't have range. His like, facial well, expressions like, not what are terrible. Too. Yeah. Have you seen a lot of his interviews recently? He's not really saying that. He's saying that he's just done with the character. 
He's Alex, like, I read headlines, okay? And the headlines <laughs> yeah, well, there's the issue there. Bautista he's, is he's upset with Marvel because they could have done more. No, he was upset with Marvel because of the firing of James Gunn for no for their reasons. Yeah, that's and bring, So that was his thing. But now he's leaving more so because he thought it was just going to be a trilogy regardless. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of done with it. And he doesn't really want to do it without James Gunn anyways. Mm. Uh, and James Gunn has said that he's done mm. um, with Guardians after yeah, the third one. Um, so re- regardless okay so yeah. back on army of the dead uh i do find Botista shouldn't be a lead role i didn't find any of his like more emotional scenes to be particularly compelling i found him to be very just weak as a as a lead actor in a movie yeah um i like the the yeah like all of the the character conversations like they were all very forgettable um all the characters were very forgettable to be perfectly honest uh, the action was fun. The gore was fun. It was uh, like visually enjoyable. Um, like if you want to just go in and watch like an action movie, like by all means, like go for it. I, I like I wouldn't say not to, mm-hmm. um, but don't go in expecting to get like you know a, a good story out of this zombie flick. It is what you think it is. It's a zombie. Is there a good zombie flick. film? So that that's exactly it. It is a classic zombie film. Yeah, but I mean, I guess what I like. Shot of the Dead probably has like one of the best stories of yeah. Of but that's, that's would you call that a zombie film? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, more of a, zombies, a comedy. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. Comedy was, with zombies. You know, it was good. Um, I would, uh, I would say, I don't really see any. There were obviously negatives of it, but I wouldn't really focus on that in this point for me, because um, this was just like a good summer hit film. You know what I mean? Like. You go in there just to watch something to watch something i don't know yeah but like for two and a half hours like this movie could have easily been like an hour and a half thank you yeah you can say that about a lot of movies like, too right? that's that's Zack snyder just flexing <sighs> well, right? and I... honestly it's like i'm an established uh, director who did a four-hour cut of a movie i can make long movies even yeah if well i mean worthwhile making that that's length. what people and you know, the people praise martin sorsgazy for doing that and i was like why would you do that like you know what i yeah. mean like yeah, I don't gotta, like long movies for the sake of a long movie. I like, like a long movie that, like, you know, the pacing makes sense and, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot like, to talk about. Um, but, like, yeah, like, it, there was like, no I reason for that same movie example to be as, as like, So we talked about, like, Wolf of Wall Street. I found that movie yeah. way too long for, for what it was. Don't tell me uh, that. The first time I watched watch it, though, it. I didn't mind. It wasn't until, like, what? after I had seen it a second time that I realized, like, yeah, it, it goes on a little longer than It was than too it long and to. it was dredged out characters. Anyways, that's not mm-hmm. the point um we're talking about army of dead here and it was good you know i thought it was you know for the work they had to do with it because um there's only one scene that tignataro shot with another actor in the room are you serious Uh, yeah they could only because of the pandemic and everything um because i mean well done if you didn't know they had to replace tig uh chris with tignataro because of all the sexual allegations about uh chris uh so Hmm. they Zack Snyder chose to take him out and reshoot all his her scene his scenes with Tignataro, who is uh, a comedic actress actor or I don't know which well, I I apologize I don't know what to I think actor is them. the general term these anymore. days anymore um so but yeah so they had to digitally place her into a lot of the scenes and you can tell that from some of them um she had to literally recreate like there was a problem with some like doing it just because they had to re-say the lines exactly the way they couldn't change anything right. they have to be able to say those lines exactly the way the other way so they care other intended. characters that yeah. they've already put in there reacted to it um like dave batista said he's never met tig yet um <laughs> so even though uh, they were in the helicopter fa- I, honestly together, that's so not crazy. knowing that going into the movie yeah. 
I had no yeah, idea. I, I There's one tell. scene you could really tell is when they go right right after they get out of the uh, the base camp and go into the actual zombie things. They're all just standing there with the guns out. You can definitely tell there. Mm. It was so it was really bad. But um, I'm gonna but have to go back and look he, for that now. Mm-hmm. He said he used a little bit of a. They used a, more of a less of a quality camera. They used a smaller one um, for just to give that effect of the graininess of it. So, mm. they, but it kind of worked out in their favor to help with the digital adding of it. So, uh, like a lot of people did wouldn't notice that she wasn't in those scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is actually really a, a strong feat. It cost them millions and millions of dollars <laughs> yeah, to do I, it. I was just reading, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's hmm. kind of I uh, for that for me for that that felt that's impressive. It gives the movie a little bit more luxury if you once you find that out, you're like, oh snap! Yeah, they actually yeah. Like, that was a, actually a very that, well, smart, I mean, yeah. strong move. That, that's production excellence right there. That yeah. shows right. that you've got some experience behind you know the camera and the editing. Room they could have just they, they could have like just off. kept him in instead, right? And like yeah, kept him in because it's all dealt with the uh, essentially problems. allegations at the time. I think yeah. uh, at the moment, I think. Anyway. Well, he hasn't been in anything. He hasn't shown his face in a couple. Well, years, yeah, like so. the only other like, instance um, of a he's on of, like, he's back uh, on Instagram doing this that I can think of was uh, shortly after Kevin Spacey. Um, all of that came out about him, and then they replaced yeah. him in that movie that was set to yeah. come out in like two weeks or like three weeks. Yeah, I think it was Christopher Plummer. I could yep. be wrong. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They replaced him with Christopher Plummer, and then he got an Oscar nomination for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's crazy. And it was done in a really short period of time, which yeah. is like the most impressive part. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was supposed to be I a big thing movie. for Kevin Spacey too. It was supposed to be Kevin Spacey's big Oscar run movie as well. Um, but uh, he's speaking of Kevin Spacey, he's going back into movies as well. Interesting. Um, he got a movie role in France somewhere, so that's funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, final counts for Army of Dead. Out of Ted. No rookie numbers. Okay, so my coworker asked me about this, and I gave it an 8.3. Well, that's yeah. Hard. Okay, okay, okay. The only Matt? thing I really didn't like about oh. it, sorry, the only thing I really didn't like nope, about it was ahead. the storyline. Sure, sure. Yeah, usually... just a small part. No big deal. <laughs> I mean, for an action film, I guess, yeah, if you want to really hey, think I about it. a complicated storyline. <laughs> hey, man. Fast and Furious movies get like nines and tens. And oh, they're, reason, right? they're getting but real bad. We drive fast. Yeah, they've they been bad from the beginning. I've watched all, I watched all of them recently, and they're all oh, did awful. You? Um, like from one, they're all awful. They don't hold up. Um, go on, Matt. What's your number there? Uh, 6.7. Number? Ah, no rookie number. Nice. Nice. I like it. I'll take it. He came to play 6.7. Damn, okay. Okay. Yeah, you know. It's hard this one because I like the way it looked. I don't know. Um, I thought it was interestingly well done, but would I watch it again? Probably not. So that drops it from the 8 point. Anything higher than 8. Go with the... uh, 7.1. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Why not 7.2? No, it, it, it had its savior moments, but it also had its major flaws. Mm. I, I don't know. The act, I mean, if you really just want to go as a pit it where it is, it's no uh, no masterpiece. By <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, 7.1 for me. So on an average of like 7.1 there. 
Um, all right, so so yeah, we're all <laughs> over Steph's the place. Steph's number kind of really delegates it there in the sense. Sorry, guys. That's uh, how I feel. No, that's fair. That's generally what it's been getting is a seven out of for most people. So I mean, yeah, it's good. I I mean, well, I'd say we'll give it a watch if you got nothing else to watch. It's a new movie, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. To like, watch, if you're looking right? for something to watch, like put it on, give it a watch. It's not like you're gonna be you know getting nosebleed like Mummy three like i did in the theater but um it, <laughs> that was a really bad movie oh it was so bad it gave you a nosebleed damn yeah okay. i had to leave the theater and go like deal with a nosebleed like my body rejected <laughs> allowing any more of that to continue it was that, that bad that is hilarious i mean um, it was bad it was the one with jet lee and it was just hot it was it was yeah. hot garbage folks Tomb of the dragon empire yeah 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 it was not good uh, okay, let's get through um, a few more things here. There's a Highlander reboot coming out, and it looks like Mr. Henry Cavill, Superman himself, uh, the yeah, man from I... Uncle. Stop bringing up that movie. Um, movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I feel that's a little too much to me. I like Henry Cavill. Don't get me wrong. Sure, but he's already playing The Witcher. The Witcher. Yeah, another which story. is very a very yeah. very similar character. I mean, yeah. they're two different time frames, two different characters, but very similar sword wielding mm-hmm. characters with powers. Yeah. I mean, one comes from the sword, and one comes from um, him. Just it's being a little, it's a alienate. little typecast. I agree. So, it, like you know, it, I mean, use the advantage. Little... If he grows out his hair, then I guess use yeah. it to advantage. I don't think he's gonna grow out his hair. I'm sure you're not gonna have mustache on. gate happen here. Yeah, but I mean that makes sense. I mean he's he's a star. He's got the body to do it. Um, yeah, I aspire to look like Henry Cavill. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> I'm I, sure I, Henry Cavill I'm was aware. born that way. So maybe I was um, born this way. Like he's just born as like a like a sculpted like yeah. specimen. Yeah. People who play Superman, man, they don't just unless you're <laughs> unless you're Nick uh, Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage <laughs> in the Superman that never was. What was that yeah. one supposed to be called? Like Superman? I don't remember. Unlimited or Superman for yeah. not forever. I, there, I you can see the back. Like I think they're making a documentary about it. To yeah, it's yeah. called the Superman that never was or what or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see Nick Cage some... in the the Superman suit and yeah, Tim Burton telling hair. him, "Yeah, that looks good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. come on now. I don't oh, think because yeah. I mean Batman nineteen eighty nine, great movie, best Batman mm-hmm. movie of all time, but. I don't think we would have a good Superman from Tim Burton. Mm. Batman is such a unique, dark character that sure. Tim Burton can pull off. Yeah. Superman is the light of hope. Yeah. How do you do so, that? And having yeah. Nick Cage as Superman would have been something <laughs> I don't think been, I could It would have been weird. I, I, I completely agree. I kind of so, love yeah. that yeah. idea, though. Well, look it up. It's ha- it yeah, was supposed it to almost happen. happen. Oh my god! I'm happened. kind of upset. I love There's Tim Burton some footage, and I love yeah. Nick Cage, and I think maybe that would make me want to watch a Superman movie because well, otherwise, once I, I see have him in no the suit, interest. you're going to be like, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> or or you'd be all over really into that zombie king. She might be all over that, Alex. It's true. Well, this is true. Just have to stay tuned. I mean, she might Steph's look all it up over in a the moment. Place these days. Know, but no one knows uh, what's going on. Moving with me. on. Moving on. Let's keep this keep this rolling. There's been some other uh, uh, fun stuff. We had the uh, Eternals trailer dropped yesterday. Yeah. Um, it looks pretty cool. Angelina Jolie in a Marvel 
Movie or series? Yeah. I it's actually a not. It's a, not movie. Sure. it's a movie. So this movie is directed by Chloe Zhao, who did Nomadland. You can definitely right. tell by the direction style of it um, from just that trailer alone. I think this is going to yeah. be. It might be my favorite one of them all because just mm. by the looks of it, it looks like it's a completely it's got different a cool movie. Yeah, from any of them all, or any of them. It's and like, it, and only... yet they still retain some of the Marvel quips, which is yeah. Nice. My only problem with it, I think the cast is too big. There's a lot. There's a lot There's... going on in that trailer. You see uh, both uh, Rob Stark and Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Yeah. In, in the and movie. Rob Stark's leading, so like that's a smart move. <laughs> um, yeah, so like they, they have the one actress, the Asian actress. I forget her name, and I'm sorry. But she was actually in a different Marvel film, and she dies. And they're like, oh. They were, the, her story is like uh, Kevin, the... Uh, the guy who runs the whole thing was like, I just don't want to use you as an actress because you're so good. So they brought her in for this. And so yeah. she has a second life as an actress for with cool. Marvel. Um, and though she's it, one of the leads because in the, yeah. the story of the Eternal, it looks it cool. To, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, it's interesting. Check it out. Yeah. The, the Eternal story is kind of interesting because they're mm. immortal. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll have to see, wait, see how that goes. Yeah, so Eternals trailer. Um, in other Marvel news, uh, Modoc, the TV series, uh, debuted um, on Stars or Disney Plus, where you can check it out. There, mm-hmm. um, it, it's kind of got like a bit of like a I wouldn't say like full on robot chicken feel, but it it kind of like felt more like in the Rick and Morty robot chicken kind of comedy. Um, for like, it, it follows a Modoc who is a like a villain in the Marvel universe, and. Uh, it's uh, he's portrayed by Patton Oswald, and it's it's really funny, um, dark humor, but it's enjoyable. I, I if if you like that kind of that kind of show, check it out. I am definitely going to check that out. It sounds great. I also love Patton Oswald, be. so I, yeah. I, I definitely won't be. So I'll let you guys go on for that. Um, is it a yeah, getting released a... weekly or is it all out? Or... Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a weekly release on Disney Plus. Perfect. Nice. Um, new movie trailer, another movie, new movie trailer out there mm-hmm. was Gunpowder Milkshake with uh, Karen Gilligan, um, a lot of older, older, I, uh, I wouldn't say they're old, but older female uh, stars. Um, <laughs> nice save. I can't remember their names at the moment, <laughs> but uh, what? What just happened? The person, huh? the person that plays the lady that plays uh, that character in... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was also in 300 as the the wife yeah. of Leshing Leonidas. I know yeah. her name. I follow her on Lena Lena something. Yeah. Um she, Nina Hadley. Wow, that took me a second. Sorry. But she's in it. Um I think she won't be in it that much, but you got like uh a lot of uh you got Anthony Angela Bassett in it. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. So it's basically it's like a female-led action guns movie, which mm-hmm. is uh which is interesting. And it actually, I think we haven't really. It, it actually looks pretty cool. Like I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. It didn't look too. Che- it was cheesy in the right amount of way. Like it, it it's a action movie, so it's there's going to be some cheese in there. But it didn't look like they were trying too hard to whatever, like push the narrative of having a full female cast or anything like that. Like it just is yeah. what it is, which is what I yeah, exactly. what I want and what I'm like yeah. stoked about. I think that's great. No, it looks super cool. I like. I kind of, not completely, but I kind of got the feeling or vibe that uh, Guns Akimbo had the uh, Daniel Radcliffe um, movie that came out like in the last two years. I think it was last year it came out. Um, just very actiony, mm-hmm. um, a little gritty, a little dark. 
Uh, it looks it looks cool. I, I'm very excited to check this movie out whenever it uh, is set to release. Yeah, totally. Me too. Um, I don't really know anything about what the what the premise of it is or anything like that, but yeah, yeah, it just seems like uh, like I'm I'm not quite clear on if uh, Karen's character is like a like a hitman, yeah, like hit woman yeah. type. It sounds like she or... works for yeah. She works the way I got it. She works for an agency mm-hmm. um, run by Paul Giamatti, or yeah. at least she's her, her, her handler in a sense. Yeah, um, and then she and kind then... of goes rogue because she suddenly or, develops feelings. She, yeah, <laughs> she was supposed set on a job, and there was a child there, and she was supposed to kill the yeah. child. I guess I would assume, or kill them, or get in the way, or something. And then she took the child instead, uh, which angered all like her bosses. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and then so I think, the, I think the, the child was the character that played the modern um, Annie, if I'm not mistaken, with Jamie oh, Foxx. I think you're Maybe. right about that. I she, never watched that She one. looked familiar. I didn't watch it either, mm-hmm. but um, she did look familiar and I couldn't figure out why. I think that is exactly it, though. I believe that's where I, I last seen her. But yeah, no, it looks good. I'm, I'm pumped for it. Um, I watched uh, another movie this weekend. It was one I wanted to see a few months ago, and I think I, I mentioned it here. Our friend, uh, starring Casey Affleck and uh, Jason Segel, um, and oh, what was the actress's name? Uh, our friend. Uh, why is this so hard? Dakota Johnson. Um, <laughs> it was it like you know going back a little bit to talking about Masters of None, like how like heavy it was. Uh, Heavy movie. I I straight up uh, got emotional during this movie. It was um, like for the most part, like throughout most of the movie, it's it's like it's um, well, like there's always that heaviness lording over it. They like they they did a good job with it um, portraying the movie. It is based on a true story, um, and initially it was um, an article um, like a feature that was written for the Atlantic. Um, as the character that Casey Affleck is portraying is the author of the featured article of his life dealing with his wife um, going through cancer and their friend who supported them, who is portrayed by uh, Jason Siegel. So um, it's, they kind of jump around in the timeline. So you don't get everything in chronological order. They kind of like deliver bits and pieces and it leaves you wondering, it leaves you thinking one thing. And then, you know, you get a bit more context and then all of a sudden it just like Mm -hmm. flips the script. You're like, Oh, and so um, like, while something's certainly predictable, um, you know, it wasn't a movie that I was just like sitting there thinking about what was coming next. I was really just like in it. Mm-hmm. I was just allowing myself to experience it because um, they all did a really good job portraying the characters that um, were on the page. So yeah, good movie. Um, I would definitely recommend it. I'd give it like an eight point three because Alex <laughs> wants non rookie numbers um, out of ten. Nice. We'll just think about it that way. Let's if you think about it. Like if you put it at eight, then it's like, eh. You know, that's a straight number. You got to be able, he's got to have some push and pull, you know? Like, I if just, you put something like, I, if anybody ever gave a movie a 10, I'd be like, you're, you're you, crazy. You're, dumb. Yeah. you're wrong. You're I was trying to figure out why There's I no... picked 8.3, though, and the, there was no rhyme or reason other than I was like, Alex will be mad if I just say 8. So I just put, I would be. So I just put point three there for be. Army of Dead and called it a day. Because there's no, there's no movie that's perfect and there's no perfect number. If you give something that there means are that perfect numbers a, though, Alex. Boom. It's a whole thing that we no, because that means that movie hit point. that mark regardless. There is no, <laughs> you have to be able to be up and down about it. Like you know what I mean? There's always got to be criticism. Like yeah. there's always a decimal mark somewhere, even if yeah. you're looking at your speeds or or anything. It's not a perfect thing, right? So, 
I am uh, a perfect my four. So there you go. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, anyways, uh, we are co-workers in this metaverse, so we can't talk about that. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. I watched. Um, uh, I watched another oh, movie yeah. this week. No, you. Didn't. I know. What? It's crazy, what? right? Wait, did I watch it this week? Now I might tell you, and you're gonna be like, "We already <laughs> talked about this." I watched Annabelle Comes Home. Oh, we talked about it, but we didn't. We didn't talk about it on the. Okay, podcast. okay, cool, cool. So I I texted you about it. Cool. All right, I gotta stop yeah. doing that because I'll forget where we <laughs> talked about it. Um, yeah, it was. I I mean, I think I was just in the mood for a horror movie. I don't know why, and it popped up on Netflix, so I threw it on, and it was good. Um. I was watching it in my basement by myself with all the lights off, which was probably a a terrible idea, but it kind of made it fun. (laughs) I think I was just in the mood for something other than like comedy or heavy movie at that moment. Like I just, you know, we've been watching all these um, Oscar nominated movies and then uh, superhero type things and and all that jazz. You tell me there's other kind of movies? I know. Crazy, right? but so, uh, did you know that Annabelle is ba- Annabelle? Sorry, Annabelle. Um, <laughs> Hannibal? Like Annabelle. Annabelle is based off Hannibal? a real, a real thing. I didn't know that. That's extra creepy. Yeah. So Thank there's you. an extra real doll that uh, is encased in glass in a in a building because anytime it was out of the glass, somebody got injured or scraped on their stuff. Hey, man. These things can happen. That's basically so what you were at like a haunted hotel once, Alex. Oh, I know. Yes, yes, man, I did. Oh, that one uh, in London. Yeah. yeah, I could see that being so, haunted like, for sure. So yeah, you look it up. It's a weird story. It's a crazy story. So so I think there um, must yeah, have been. You could see the real doll locked up. Yeah, I think there must have been other movies before this one. It just happened to pop up, and I didn't. It yeah, didn't seem like I needed any background to watch this no, one. No, so like, it was so, fine. So, um, I'll give you the background. I haven't watched these movies, but uh, I know them. Of course you do. I'm, I just read things because um, I have no life. <laughs> Hashtag no life. Um, uh, Annabelle is part of the, is now, it wasn't originally, but it was part of the uh, Conjuring series. Uh, and they called the Conjuring Universe. Okay. Or whatever. Because right. there's three or four Conjuring movies now, if not five. And plus the Annabelle series, there's two or three of those. Um and I think there's another series that's part of it as well. So it's like all those kind of, you know, uh, weird stuff. Yeah, definitely just it's all in one a universe. Lot of weird stuff. Like mm-hmm. uh, in the rebooting, uh, if you like horror kind of stuff, they're rebooting Paranormal Activity. Is what yeah, I gotta watch those again. Um, I've never uh, actually seen I only, them. I only saw the first two. Um, Me the too, first I one think. I watched in London. In, my, in the house that we went to high, uh, college in um, at like three in the morning <laughs> with headphones on by myself on my Mac, my iMac at the time. That's like a great choice. <laughs> and like, and I obviously I believe in these ghost things. So these things are real. <laughs> um, and I was like, I didn't know that oh, it was like, I have goosebumps. A fake movie. Like I didn't really look into it. I was being naive at the time. And just the things that were happening and the way it was shot. It was a really well done movie that was shot on like what was it like uh, I think it was shot on like twenty grand yeah, or something. Yeah, super, they only paid super for the cameras or something. Yeah, and uh, it was really really well done for for its time. And then they kind of obviously took it and ran with it and kind of ruined the franchise. 
Um, the second one was good, but it wasn't as believable as the first one. Um, For those of you that are yeah. listening, Alex's bedroom when we when we were in college uh, was like two feet. His, the bedroom door to his room was like two feet away from my bedroom door. Um, so I'm really surprised I didn't hear you like freaking out in the middle of the night. <laughs> I was probably home alone because like a lot of the times I was home alone. So Where would fine. I have been? Uh, uh, no, I don't know which places I could <laughs> Remember when people would go home for the weekend? <laughs> what happens in college or... stays in college. <laughs> <laughs> People would go home for the weekends, or they wouldn't come home, or, um, <laughs> or uh, I'd be I'd come home. Everyone's asleep because I was working. I had a lot of time to myself at night. Yeah, when you weren't throwing pens at me across the hallway, you were watching horror <laughs> movies in the bedroom. That's weird. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I watched it. I there was only one. I think that I have like a weird problem though because I was really scared by one. Um, moment like it was one of those shock scare things like you knew it was coming but it still scared the shit out of me and then i just burst out laughing uh <laughs> so that was i i was concerned See, that's my problem i can't watch horror movies because i just i don't act like i i can't suspend my like reality of like i firmly don't believe in a lot of this stuff so like i have a really hard time um allowing myself to like actually get into it enough to like have it freak me out um so i end up just laughing and then other people get mad at me so like i've just decided not to watch these just movies watch anymore. by yourself uh, a lot of are, it's fine a lot of them are overblown like the annabelle series yeah but, like stuff like the first paranormal activity because mm. i've had those kind of experiences and stuff like especially working at the hotel yeah like oh, things that just don't make sense right now like you could probably find a way to explain it sure sure but like some things just don't make sense, and you're yeah. just like, "All right, how does a door open and a like that's locked open itself, and then lock like his hotel doors? They're locked. They they, they yeah. like they just lock. So how did it open itself and then real like close itself <laughs> when I got close to it? Didn't make sense. Um, <laughs> that's so I'm scary. sure there's some logical explanation and air this, air that, but I don't know. I checked so that how before the night, like, like an hour get, before, like, and it was down closed. The block away and from when the I came back, it was that, open. You saw that happen. Sorry. I said, how long? How, how fast did you get down the block after seeing that happen? I had to stay there. I worked. I just went <laughs> to a different floor. Um, just fuck this. I'm out. You know, ghosts yeah, can travel like, through right, floors. Well, I'm done right? with this floor. Well, I mean, it is what it is. I then I started just using headphones to so ignore any sounds or anything. So because <laughs> there's a lot of stories from that old. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, moving on. <laughs> we should do a whole yeah, episode. Let's talk some gaming news, guys. Oh, okay. Um, I, I did. I did a bit of uh, some diving into some numbers. So it's been six months since the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X and Series S uh, launched, and uh, you know, I've I've kind of been questioning because this whole time since they've come out, you know, we've heard about the chip shortage. Um, you know, the latest chip barbecue chip <laughs> shortage, and um, how it's impossible to get a hold of like you know, these consoles, right? And, but more often than not, you hear about how it's impossible to get a hold of the PS5. You don't really see as many headlines talking about the Xbox. And, and you know, I, I, I just was like really curious, like is, is Microsoft just doing a better job with supply and demand or is it seriously a demand thing? And turns out it is a ladder. It is a demand thing. The PS5 in the first quarter of 2021 or up until the end of March, uh, they sold 2.83 million. Yeah, you cut out for a you, second there. Start that sentence there. over again. <laughs> You're going to have to start that sentence over again. All good. All good. Sorry for the uh, internet issues, folks. Um, yeah. So going back to 
uh, March, uh, or the end of March 2021, uh, which is the first quarter sales, the PS5 has uh, outsold the Xbox Series S and X by more than double. Um, they've sold 2.83 million PS5s by the end of March. And, keep uh, our mouth shut there. I was going to say, Alex has something Girls, to say uh... there, but yeah. <laughs> and w- only 1.31 million Xbox Series X and S consoles were sold in that time. So it really, like, it, it's it's not seeming very supply and demand. Because when you see all the, the headlines talking about the PS5 being out of stock all the time, but, like, you don't hear it nearly as much for the Xbox, uh, it really just goes to show, like, people want the PS5. And I really want to dive into, two like, people with in you guys, the world why you that think I know that, that own Xbox, the Xbox Series X. Who's that? And I know at least five to six people who own the PlayStation <laughs> Five. So I mean, I'm not saying I'm, somebody's a honestly, better console, I'm in, but I'm in the same boat as you, and and I I I, I have some thoughts as to why this is, and th- this isn't like a one's better than the other, but I do have some yes, specific ideas. I, but I want to hear what your thoughts are on why um, it's it's doing it's performing better. Well, I would assume for me, like the one thing, so. How do I say this? The shortage of supply definitely helped the popularity of wanting it because you wanted something that's not there. Mm-hmm. It's you, you know what I mean. Like but it seems people... like Xbox is the same in terms yes, of supply. But here's the thing. But then, then you also look at PlayStation. When I'm watching TV, I see a lot more PlayStation commercials than I would definitely. see Xbox. Yep. Um, Xbox. So marketing is a lot like the marketing there. But the Xbox is like more of a vi- internet uh marketplace like there mm-hmm. you see a lot of like um them giving them youtubers you see them giving it to like instagram influencers sure. you don't really see that with playstation playstation mm-hmm. doesn't seem like to have been hitting that market as much because yeah. those youtuber influencers are buying them there are some yeah. that are getting them like you them. see the major yeah. geek uh and nerd um youtube ones not us unfortunately but uh major <laughs> geek and nerds uh youtube channels getting them from playstation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, getting specific ones with their, I've seen ones people getting their names engraved in them and stuff oh, as that's well. Cool. Um, so PlayStation is hitting that market as well, as, but not as much as I think Xbox is in their sense. But I think Microsoft has a lot going on for them. Not only just to focus on their console, they also have to work on their computers. They have to work mm-hmm. on their 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 hardware, their uh, my, their iOS Windows stuff, Office, iOS, but their stuff, all that stuff. Well, Sony really only has to focus on, like, PlayStation only has to focus on PlayStation. Just same with the Switch. Nintendo, they have two things that they really focus on um, more, like, they would if they had brought out another game. I agree with Nintendo, but I will counter on the the Sony side. Because, like, Sony has TVs. They have a whole movie division. Like, they do have a a lot of stuff. Like, Sony's a massive electronics company. They're not just PlayStation. I think, though, if you really look at it that way, then then they're all focusing on the same thing. So you will push mm. your TVs with the PlayStation. Let's see. PlayStation looks really good with the TV in markets that we're not yeah. in. Yeah, totally. Obviously our market's I mean, a little it's different. It's also a Japanese um, brand exactly. over an American brand, right? And I think with the gamings, like especially in this pandemic, you want something that's going to entertain you more so than just kill time. There's both. I mean, you can see how big Call of Duty was over the last, um, yeah. oh, and Fortnite over the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. How big those were! He got us playing it for, for God's sake, yeah. not Steph, but the rest <laughs> of it. Um, Sorry. But then you also see like huge games that have been waiting for forever, that only came out for the PlayStation, like 
uh, even with the PlayStation 4, but everybody wanted it for the PlayStation 5, which we'll talk about in a second, but The Last of Us 2, mm-hmm. like how big that was for PlayStation. Yeah. Um, but I can't even think about a game that was exclusively for Xbox that came so out in the last two years. This is definitely one so of my big. my big points, is that PlayStation has had a lot more exclusive dropping in the last several months than Xbox. Like, we saw Xbox's uh, launch lineup dwindle really quickly towards... Yeah. Um, towards the launch of the new consoles and so to this date xbox series s and x have have only received a single exclusive title specific to that platform mm-hmm. and that's uh that uh, that's the medium which was i played half an hour of and i was already like just not into it um whereas you know on playstation there's been a lot of exclusives there's been a lot of key updates to, to exclusive games from the PS4, um, most recently being The Last of Us 2, as Alex had mentioned. Um, so I think, yes, I think ga- like the games themselves is definitely driving it. My other thought on why I think the PS5 is, is doing so much better overall, um, I think it has a lot to do with the, the strategy that Sony went with, which was like, this is a new Mm-hmm. console this is yeah. a new operating system for it you got new games oh, we lost it Matt happened again you don't necessarily have full <laughs> backwards compatibility again. right ow Matt, i'm sorry yeah Am I, anyway, I know what you're saying i say what we see yeah. what you're saying is like it's a, it is a new system even when we opened it for the first time which you can watch our unboxing feels really video new. for uh, on yeah. youtube there um when we plugged it in this isn't in the video but we'll talk about it uh yeah it said welcome to playstation and like yeah. it was like it was really geared to get more people into it um yeah. and new people new controller well, you've got you know that yeah. dual sense controller with the 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 haptic the hap- uh, haptic feedback feedback in the, in yep. the um the triggers the adaptive triggers. triggers like there's there's a lot to experience that's yeah. new and different, i've had a, right i have a friend who played cold war which was one, mm. one of the first big games for the playstation and xbox series yeah x but uh but it was one of the first games that really use the controllers and it, sure. the, the, he said that when he first started playing it with it it was just so it was crazy he didn't expect it to be how yeah. intense it was yeah um and so on so, the other side of it when you look at how like microsoft strategy which i think might pay off in the long term maybe but right now it, it, it doesn't look so great which is they're largely just doing an upgrade to the xbox one and the reason why i say that is you've got the same operating system so you can just jump in it's the same thing the controller is virtually the same yeah there's a couple updates but overall it's more of the same um they they all of the games from xbox one play forward every single game that was Mm -hmm. on xbox one you can play on the xbox series s and x so it really like it doesn't feel as like groundbreakingly next generation it just feels like a like a supercharged xbox one which isn't a bad thing because that means like for all those people that like were still on the old xbox ones like our friend dave um who had never updated to like an xbox one s or a one x suddenly now not only is he getting a 4k capable xbox with a 4k blu-ray player he's getting the best version yet of an xbox one but that's really what it is it is like a more modern xbox one and i think that's kind of hurting them because if you look back in history uh, nintendo did this when they went from the wii to the wii u mm. and the wii u was their least is one of the mo- their le- most poorest performing um sales wise consoles of all time because the general consumer looked at it and said well i already have a wii what the hell do i need this like wii u thing for when in reality it was a next generation console it just flubbed because they just they tried to iterate and give you too much of what was there before i think where 
Microsoft and Xbox is poised to do well in the long term is that they've built some really great features into the Xbox Series X that unfortunately because the the games aren't there yet not enough people are getting a chance to experience it's like what alex said uh, either last week or the week before like i don't see how quick resume would benefit me right i didn't either until i used it for the first time and all of a sudden i was like oh that man this is awesome mm-hmm. but it's not something that i think can just sell it on its own it's something that you kind of like once you have it you you will miss it if you don't have it but it's not something that's, that's necessarily going to get you to buy it right but i feel like they're gonna have to really pick that up because once PlayStation's games start coming out and the controller can be really fully utilized for what PlayStation, that will change gameplay a little bit for and a lot of players. This is assuming developers so. are going to continue to use it because we've seen a lot of tech over the years, um, like the Nintendo DS, the Nintendo Wii with the motion controls. Um, we've seen a lot of tech over the years and, and specifically in gaming where new hardware comes out that has all these fancy new features and they get used quite a bit early on almost gimmicky like the ps3 you think of like the the um the um six axes how it had motion built in almost every developer was using it and then by the end of the generation no one was using it and yeah. so it, you know well, i hope kinda, that I the adaptive like that, triggers but... continue to get used um but when you got a developer developing for two platforms at the same time, how much effort are they really going to put into those yeah. triggers when they also well, have to release it for I Xbox, think, right? And I think PlayStation and Sony, they put a lot of work into their solo titles. And yeah. I think, um, and they have already said that they're going to, which is, I think is going to be a little bit of a fault of theirs, that they're going to kind of slow away from um, indie artists and more work with the AAA product, product yeah. which yeah. could be a fault of theirs, but could be. it's working for them right now. So, um, but I mean, if you look at it, like, their indie artists like Naughty Dog and stuff. Mm-hmm. Save you mean them. their AAA type artists, like developers? Yeah, yeah. But they're but if you look at Naughty Dog at the time, it was when Uncharted came out. It really had really had Ratchet, not Ratchet and Clank, uh, Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot, which was huge, which was huge. But it was the only thing that they did, and so didn't really have yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. But then once Uncharted came out, like that's what made me buy it. Untr- uh, yeah, the PlayStation Three, right? Um. So, and then I was hooked instantly. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. You know, it's yeah. only time to tell. Like, and Nintendo's still doing really well on their own. So, <laughs> well, Nintendo, yeah. the Switch in the same period of time, um, sold 5.86 million consoles, <laughs> which was more than PS5 and Xbox Series X combined. But you also too. have to consider, so. yeah, you also have to consider that the Switch stock was available and yeah in a pandemic at a world, time and then it was for a while yeah, that's yeah. what people and were then, looking yeah, for and nobody then, could get um them. yeah yeah for a time it was hard but to like, get but like this past specifically yeah. quarter one of, of 2021 like it sold 5.86 million consoles yeah, like, I, mean, that's, I get that's that really, like it's, really it's one of those family sharing systems where like anyone can pick mm-hmm. it up and play it a lot of kids portable yeah a lot of like yeah. really young a lot younger kids will play nintendo versus it's more it's definitely more like kid friendly i would say than than an xbox oh definitely much more family friendly and i mean to Alex's point too, like Nintendo's really been doubling down on the indie titles, so that's that is something that's interesting. If Sony's, you know, taking a backseat approach to indie games, um, yeah. a, there's a huge market for indie titles. We'll see what happens because Returnal has become huge, and I don't know if yeah. they'll walk away from something like as big as Returnal has become. I haven't played it yeah. yet, but like, and then you have uh, that Japanese game you played, uh, Oh Ghost of Tsushima, which is for both systems. But yeah, um, no, 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 it's PlayStation. Oh, well, so there you go. Like, there's another yeah. smaller indie. It's not indie, but it's, like, produ- produced by PlayStation. But, like, they mm. went to those developers and it's like, hey, do this. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens because they're building their own studios as well, right? So, yep. um, which are buying a lot of, which I think is absorbing a lot of people. 
Yeah. Um, like um, speaking of for, PlayStation, but, though, there is a in PlayStation games uh, exclusives. Uh, there is a state of play this Thursday, yep. um, and it's going to be doing a gameplay reveal of the newest Horizon game, Horizon Forbidden West. So uh, 5 p.m. EST, you'll get to see the gameplay reveal, and the countdown officially starts at noon. That's stupid. I don't understand that, but that's not, that's just me being uh, not caring. Um, yeah. So and then we also got The Last of Us Two last week. I uh, got their uh, quote quote unquote upgrade patch for mm-hmm. uh, for the PlayStation Five targeted uh, sixty targeted frames 60 per second frames per second targeted. Who knows if it's actually going to hit it yet? <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of reviews of it yet. Yeah, I, I did re-download the game to play it after I beat the Mass Effect series. Um, so we'll see how that goes. This is one interesting thing that you know Sony and Xbox are doing different because Sony is you know they kind of make a big deal when they have these these PS5 updates and they kind of have to because of the way that the the system's built. Um, you can't just do a straight for, port from a PS4 game to a PS5 game. They have to do a bit more development work. Whereas the Xbox, um, like a- Xbox One games, play natively on it on the Xbox Series X. It's it's a very smooth transition. And so what Xbox has done is they have their FPS boost. And what we're seeing in some cases is games that you played at 30 frames per second on Xbox One are playing at 60 frames per second on Xbox Series X. And in other cases, even as high as 120 frames per second. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's interesting because I, I, I don't know which one is more like uh, gr- attention grabbing. I feel like the way Sony is doing it is actually garnering more attention from consumers because they're like, hey, there's a trailer for The Last of Us 2 on PS5 and it plays better. Like when God of War got its update as well, right? And so all of a sudden, you know, you got all of the, the social well, media we lost folks them again. And- <laughs> I was gonna let it just roll, but <laughs> uh, that's okay. We'll get you fixed one day, sad. Matt. But to your point, yes, uh, I think the marketing on based on uh, them saying, "Hey, we got higher frame rates or this that." Yeah, the I think it just grabs marketing. attention. Yeah, what do you and think, like, Steph? Xbox? It, they I don't have, have no that, thoughts right? or feelings on this. <laughs> Oh, thanks, In the words I of guess. Barney Stinson, <laughs> new is always oh, no. better. No, anyways, moving on. <laughs> uh, there's this, there's something else that's exciting. Um, there's a recent short circuit video, which is a Linus Tech Tips subsidiary YouTube channel. Uh, and they, they demoed uh, the Retro Fighter Brawler 64, which is a Nintendo 64 wireless controller. Um, that is brand new. It's just coming out now by this company, Retro Fighter. And... Not only is it wireless, but they changed the form factor, which might be controversial because a lot of N64 players, they're used to that three-pronged alien-looking controller, spaceship-looking thing, and it was actually terrible to play on if you really <laughs> think about it. Um, so, you know, what you're seeing from Retro Fighter is they've, they've made what essentially is like the Nintendo Pro Controller for the Switch, um, but for, for N64, and in their playtesting with it, like they're using a modern joystick so you're not getting like this awkward thing where like you can't do any smooth motions or anything in the games like you're actually getting much more pinpoint accuracy um so when you're you know drifting in mario kart you're actually able to make like the kind of movements you you want to make versus just like kind of like hitting the the stick back and forth to try and like zigzag your way around where you're trying to go (laughs) um my question for you both is you know is this blasphemy how dare somebody you know change the way we play n64 games or is it a welcome change and you're gonna pick some up assuming you have an n64 okay so i've never i think the last 
I think I've played an N64 like maybe twice in my life. Um, I didn't own one as a kid or whenever, however old we were when they came out. I've literally only ever owned a Super Nintendo, a Nintendo, and then a Super Nintendo, and then the Switch. So I don't have a lot of experience with the N64. I don't even think I've played Mario Kart on the N64. So I don't really know, but I love the idea of a old school uh, gaming system being wireless because that was always such a hindrance, right? Having having to have your uh, controller plugged into the system and either sitting way too... Like, maybe that's why our, our eyes are destroyed. Well, mine specifically. You guys are fine. But, um, <laughs> like, having to sit way too close to a horribly terrible resolution TV um, sucked. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really have any feelings on that other than it's cool that it's wireless. I don't think that that's blasphemy, though. In my mind. I have no feelings towards either one of these. I don't play retro games. That's a lie, and you know it. Is it Pokemon? You, you had my N64 for a long while, and you're playing Yeah, Mario but I always played that po- when I was drunk. And I don't even Is that the one we had in London? Because I didn't even play it. No, no, he had it when he was uh, living in Kitchener at, at Duke and Wellington. Not yeah, the when Duke I drank. Wellington. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm good. I don't yeah, know, I'm pretty excited want. for it. I just it, don't feel like cool. putting money to something that, you know, I know there's a market for retro gaming, but I just, mm-hmm. I don't see the, the, re, the, the re, I don't see the purpose of putting money and resources into it to something like that. I just, for like the maybe 100,000 you could probably get out. Like, yes, that's money and that's, that's great. But compared to the millions you could sell with new yeah. stuff, you know what I mean? For sure. It's I, like, I just if think you're looking like, at like, still, like if you look at like, yeah. compare it to like the, the black plates for the playstation 5 mm. i see there's more money in that than there is in a, in a retro control yeah and uh, you know I, I, I don't mean? think these companies are are in it for like the, no, the, the I, crazy success rate i think like a company that's be. named like retro fighter like they're they're enthusiasts they're passionate about retro consoles and retro gaming and they want to be able to not only continue to be able to play them but like improve their experience play even better than you could when they were new right so like mm-hmm. the I fact that there are modern controllers out there that play better like to me that's that's actually really exciting if i want to go back and play like golden eye or or the original super smash brothers being able to play it on the original console with like a better controller not one that's going to make me like want to throw my controller the moment (laughs) i start playing because i've been you know um have have had years of experiencing like better controller technology and you know to go back and play it on like you know, like what, like the original analog stick, right? Like if you really think about it, the analog stick that was on the N64, that was the first controller to really have like a thumbstick that you could mm-hmm. use. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, PlayStation very quickly updated their their controller to include um, analog sticks shortly thereafter. Um, and they were much better <laughs> than the ones that you had on the N64. It was still like groundbreaking at the time, right? It, it was Nintendo at the height of their innovation. Sure. I'm just a mogul and I just wanted to make money. So I have to, you have to look at what the best options Capitalism. are there and uh, why not? Um, obviously it's not working out for me, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, we'll get there. It's early, you know, we're only 30 something. We got time. We got but time. Anyways, that's 72. You know, you know, tech world and gaming world's always growing and growing and growing, you know? So it's just going to keep getting, doing that. Woof. Words exactly. are all of a sudden very difficult. <laughs> and, so and there's that... sorry go ahead. go ahead well i was gonna say you know uh 
coming up for what we should watch for next week. Yeah. Um, there's not there's not a lot coming out next week. Uh, there is a few things, but uh, one of the big things I'm thinking about is uh, is uh, Steph's not going to enjoy it, but uh, is um, uh, I've already lost it. <laughs> it's a musical. It comes out. Uh, oh. High school? No, no, not a high school musical. Uh, it's already been previewed to a lot, but it's by Lin Manuel Miranda. Um, it was one of his first uh, Broadway uh, things. It... Um, I forget what it's called. It's about New York and where he grew up. Uh, his part in, in the Heights. It's what's called. It's called in the Heights. Oh, um, that actually looks pretty cool. Okay, now that you said yeah, that, uh, it actually Rosa looks so from bad. Brooklyn Nine Nine is in it. Yeah. So you know, there's a little, little Timbit for you. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it was supposed to be in theaters, but it will be out this weekend. I'm pretty sure. Uh, let me just make sure, double check that. Uh, we obviously can't go to the theaters, so we'll be able to digitally download it. Uh, not digitally download it, but watch it. <laughs> Rent no, it, actually, whatever. it comes out in two weeks. So never mind, we can't watch that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> my bad i just keep seeing reviews for it so i, I assume know, it was i've out, seen lots but... of ads for it on the cable tv it's getting uh lots of like positive press though so that's yeah. pretty cool well i mean it, it means apparently it's a visual like uh, it's supposed to be really great like visually um <laughs> the director did a lot of work with it and uh and then uh, obviously with the songs written by lin manuel miranda uh which will help um he's in it for like but I see he's not taking the main character character for once, so that's good. Because uh, <laughs> he is arguably not the best singer in the world. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. No, he so is not. So we'll watch that eventually. I don't know what else to watch. We'll we'll keep you updated on the on the social medias, what we choose to watch. Quiet Place 2 comes out this weekend. Does it? I think so. I mean, look at that. Steph, did you watch the first one? I didn't catch that. What was it? The Quiet, Quiet Place 2. No, I didn't. The Quiet Place? No. You should probably watch The Quiet Place. I think you'd like okay. it. Okay. I'll watch it. Um, I'll add it to my list with, here. With John Krasinski and uh, um, his wife. Cool. Emily Blunt. Did you know that Emily Blunt is related to Stanley Tucci? Who knew? I did not. I know. Neither did I. <laughs> their their brother-in-law? Yeah, so it drops on uh, May 28th. Oh, it's in a couple days. Friday. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, so yeah. We'll watch it. We can so watch that. We'll watch that. We're excited for that. Steph has to watch the, the, first, the first one. first one was terrific. Yeah. I will. Um, Very good movie. I don't know where you can watch it right now, but. Uh, I'll figure it out, hopefully, maybe. Or I'll just go in blind and it'll be awesome. Well, don't do that. But. Uh, th- yeah, don't do that because you won't get the lore and you kind of need it. Like. Okay. Yeah, you're going to want to. Like, it's, it's a direct sequel uh, picking up from the events of the first one. So you need to watch the first okay. one. Okay. Oh, yeah. I will find it's really good. To it. It's worth um, it. It's uh, yeah, it's nowhere on like any. You might have to pay for it, but it's Toronto has like five bucks, I think. So, and you spend that on coffee, so it's yeah. fine. Um, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we'll we'll catch up on a quiet place for next uh, next week's episode. Um, but funny story, real quick. Uh, Crave caught up and realized uh, I don't pay for it. Oh, so no! Can... <laughs> so I can't watch Wonder Woman again, Sad which I would never news. do anyway. You so, can have um... mine. Because <laughs> it was terrible. Um, but yeah. So, Steph, you still never accepted the, my thing for to watch Apple TV, which you need to catch up on because you have a lot to watch there. You got lots, 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 lots to watch. Lots to watch. So, All right. I'll, so accept uh... it right after this. We've done this. We're done this episode. Okay. 
Uh, I will stay online with you till you do it. Um, <laughs> Shit. All right. I was going to go to bed, but okay. anyways, <laughs> anything else? Anyone else got anything to plug? Anything to push? Uh, it's three nothing Toronto right now. I'm not happy about it. That's all I've got. Told to you say. that was going to happen. I've given up after the first game, even though we won it. Um, and I say we as I'm part of the team. So we'll see you next week. Watch A Quiet Place 2 this weekend. It'll be worth Woo. it. Maybe it won't be. I don't know. We'll find out. And then you watch it with us. And then we'll discuss it. You can hate us or love us for what we say about it. Because I know Matt's going to probably love it. And I'm going to have my issues with it. So uh, as Bad and I are, we have very opposite. We like the same things, but we also hate the same things. Or hate different things. I don't or know. both. Or neither. Maybe. Whoa. Also, make sure to catch PlayStation State of Play. Who knows? Maybe maybe we'll do a watch along. Maybe we won't. We'll never That's know. Fun. But we might know on Thursday. So maybe we'll not. You know. Will if it's on at night, I gotta work. So you know, life. I'll life. be around. Steph <laughs> will watch Quiet Place, and then she's gonna watch a Quiet Place too, and then she's gonna watch Ted uh, Ted something Lasso on Apple TV Ooh. after because she's really gonna enjoy it. Anyways, see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for the comments. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Bye now. Oh, right, all right. <laughs>